0: Lock Talk Radio.
1: This show is dedicated to my mother and father. From beginning to end, we'll always love you. Ready,
0: sit, uh-huh.
2: Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co host anyone could ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all NFL, NBA, MLB, MLB NHL, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody. Bye. You're welcome to the
0: California Sports Show. We're here to see Bobby Barsty. All right, oh, there's 14 men in sports radio and
3: TRG on the. That being said, our Sunday morning tradition continues on into our fifth year, and uh, uh, how many episodes, I don't know. Thanks for everybody joining in on the Gouch Potato Sports Show. I can make sure I got all my mics on, and I do. So that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. It's week number 12 of the NFL, and boy, did I stink it up last week. Oh, so hopefully this is going to be a better week for myself. So um, because it was really, really bad last week, I, I'm telling you. But it, it didn't start off on Thursday. Um, I, I didn't. Not that I fall in for the Jacoby percent. If you go back and look, listen in the history here in the archives of the Couch Potato Sports Show. I'm not a Brissett fan. I did pick Indianapolis to beat Houston. In that game, because we don't have quite a here yet, I'm going to jump on Thursday Night Football. As the Colts lost to the Houston Texans Texas 20-17. And, boy, you know, and if you went back and you looked at my video that I did during the week, I talked about the AFC South being the worst division in football besides the NFC West. And boy, was I right. Boy, what an ugly football game, stupid football game. Uh, and Jacoby Brissett is not the second coming as everybody wants him to be. Sorry, guys, he's just not. And that's the way this whole thing worked out. Um, you know, I picked the Indianapolis Colts, so of course they didn't win. So since they didn't win, kind of makes me look all kind of stupid. But thanks everybody for watching. I appreciate it. But. Uh, week number two. I don't even want to go back into the game. I, you know, it just goes to show I was right about Jacoby Percet. Um Maybe the Baltimore Ravens beating the Houston Texans had too much on me. You know, maybe, maybe the fact that the Ravens beat them so bad that um, I didn't think that Houston could get the victory. And they shouldn't have got the victory anyway on Sunday. Neither one of those teams deserved to win on Thursday night football. It was just ugly, and sometimes ugly is just ugly. And it, it just played out very well on Thursday night. That having been said, it's Turkey Week next week. We're going to be on air 9:30 or 10. We got to find out what time the games start, but we'll be on air three hours uh, beforehand. Uh, or maybe two hours uh, on Thanksgiving. Sorry about that. Two hours uh, before the game's on Thanksgiving. So if the games start at 11.30 hour time, and that being Central Standard, uh, we'll be on at 9.30. Uh, if it's on at 1, we'll be on at 11. So, you know, we'll do the math. So whenever that, those games are, uh, we'll get it. And I could probably get that uh, fairly quickly here as far as next week is concerned and the times are concerned. Um, so we'll we'll roll through that. I'm waiting on Cuomo to get with us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So what do we usually do when it comes time for that? Well, we take a look at the NFL news that are out there. By the way, guys, there there is such a miscarriage of justice going on. And I've talked about this all the time. All this week. And I know it's not very popular what I'm going to say, and frankly, I don't care. But that is a big three-letter word, but I have a four-letter big butt, but I got a big butt in this one. How does Mason, or, um, Mason Rudolph get fined $50,000 for defending himself? Now, we can go back, and I'll just tell you what it is, guys. I'll tell you what
4: it is. You know,
3: earlier this week, Mason Garrett, uh, Miles Garrett went punk. Yeah, I said it. He went punk. He didn't play NFL football. He played punk football. And he decided that he was going to punk out Mason Rudolph on the final play of the game when they're up two scores and everything else. And you can sit here and tell me differently, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're you're wrong. You are absolutely wrong. Miles Garrett was all over. play play was over. ball was gone. game was over. No need for the BS that was happening. But what happened is, is that Miles Garrett decided that he was going to punk out Mason Rudolph, and Mason Rudolph had no part of it. So, I use the comparison if you're driving down the street and you don't see a powerhole in the street, you just drive, right? But in this case, the play by Miles Garrett created a powerhole. And what had to happen is, is that Mason Garrett or Mason Rudolph had to go around it. So if this was just a regular play, they would have been over. They would have been in the locker room. <laughs> no, 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 no. Miles Garrett decided he wanted to humiliate. He wanted to punk. He wanted to show off. He wanted to use his intimidation over a player to punk him out. And he decided to do what he did. So I I guess, and I hate to use the word because I was kind of told that I probably shouldn't have done it, but there's only one way to really describe what happened on that football field. One way, only one way. No, it's not a muggy. It was Miles Garrett trying to make Mason Rudolph his bitch. Yeah, you, you can come up with everything else. Go after it. You know, that's what, you, if you don't, if Miles Garrett doesn't do what he does, during the lot room game's over, we're talking about how bad the Steelers played in that Cleveland Brown game and what are they going to do to get back this week. But, no, we got a guy that can't, no, we can't, we just can't do it, right? Can't get out of the game. We got to have Miles Garrett showing that. And that's what happened, guys. You can sit here and say, oh, you know, Mason Rudolph did this man. Mason Rudolph wouldn't have done anything if he wasn't being punked out, out on the football field or a guy was trying to make him his bitch. Do you, if that was you, would you just sit there and took it?" The, the stupidity, yeah, and I said it. If you want to defend Miles Garrett, I'm just going to say it. That is just plain and utter stupidity. So, yeah, I guess I just called you stupid. If you want to defend that guy, and I, and I have to question your intelligence, you're ignorant. They get in the locker room. If he doesn't decide to try to make Mason Rudolph his bitch, they're in the locker room. Game over. And they just punk them by playing the football game. Receivers had no business losing that game. I don't care what it is. I don't care about that you know. You know, Mason Rudolph is I don't care But I'm going to tell you right now If you want to defend Miles Garrett You are wrong Now, I I know sometimes Sonny has a way of thinking about certain things And sometimes I think My opinion is completely correct And everybody else is wrong So let me just preface this And say My opinion is right And if you're on Miles Garrett's side You're wrong No question you know, my moral superiority on it, but I'm telling you right now. You go back to my day. I, I would have done the same thing. I would have done, I would have been I would have been Mason Rudolph, but probably a little worse. Now I probably kind of still would have got clocked in the head. You know, it didn't work for him, but you know, where I come from, you don't start a fight, but you're sure to hell at least try to finish it. And that's all that happened there. So if he doesn't go, be stupid, then we're not even having a discussion about what's happening with Miles Garrett. Not even a discussion. You are wrong. One hundred percent one zero zero. Put that little percentile thing in there, you are wrong. Miles Garrett plays this play like a normal play. He isn't doing it. Instead, he decides to make Mason Rudolph is his bitch, and he expected Miles, you know, Mason Rudolph to not do anything about it. Yeah, right. That was me. I, I would've, I would've would even done worse. Would've even done worse. You think just pulling off a herring, trying to squirm in the in the tube below is bad? You just get me. I fight dirty. It would've been a lot worse than what Mason Rudolph would've done. You ain't going to punk me. And then the guy gets fined $50,000 for defending himself. This is the stupidest thing ever. And it just goes to show that the commissioner, and you can't tell me that these players who are in charge of this made that fine. No, that came from the man on top. And that, you know, I, I I, I just can't get it. That comes from the commissioner, Roger Goodell. It's sad. Completely another set. So, I'll say it again. If you are Mason Rudolph's side, or or, or Miles Garrett's side, you are 120% wrong. You're so wrong, you get next to 20%. Good Lord. Guy's all over it. He's going to defend himself. You wouldn't let anybody make you to be their bitch. I'm just telling you right now, that's what Miles Garrett was trying to do. He was trying to to make Mason Garrett his bitch, and Rudolph had no part of it. Again, it didn't work out for him very well, but he just wasn't having any part of it. If Miles Garrett gets off him like on a regular play, they are in the locker room game over. Period. So, yes, I guess I'm using my moral superiority, I guess, as I've been accused to be doing in the past. But if you're on Miles Garrett's side on this, you are 100% wrong, period, end of story. All right, that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. Sunday morning, we are here. Now, again, guys, just to let you know, we are on broadcast, simulcast on the video over on the radio. You are not going to hear the radio side. I just was not going to move with it in order for everybody to hear it on the video. So that part, uh, you'll see me walking around doing the commercials. And all that other stuff, you won't hear anything. So, that's just the way it is. So, just be ready for that. But, that being said, uh, we got a lot of good games going on today. A lot of good games. And the Dallas Cowboy fans, I'm going to tell you right now, before we even get to it, okay? It's going to be one of the last games that we're going to cover at about 1130. So, but let me tell you right now. Dallas Cowboy fans, your team is in a must-win situation. Your team is in a must-win situation. And here's the bad thing about it. You get the New England Patriots when you need a must-win. Because if you don't get the win today, Dallas Cowboy fans, you're, you're in so much trouble that you don't even have a clue what's your way. The Philadelphia Eagles, they have already went through the meat of their schedule. And they have got a coast for the rest. they got maybe one, maybe two difficult games for them. But the Dallas Cowboys, they, they're in my trouble because they have gone through the soft side of their schedule. And guess what? Now it comes to the meat of the bones. And you can talk about it. It starts today. And like I said this is a must win because you have the Buffalo Bills next week. That is not, you know, depending on what you think about them, if you think they're contenders or pretenders, that's going to be a tough game. Not only that, that's on the road. uh, Well, they do get them at home, so that's a good thing for them. Then they go on the road, don't care what anybody says about the Chicago Bears, how bad they are, or whatever the case may be, okay? The Chicago Bears game on December 5th is going to be a tough, tough game for the Dallas Cowboys. It's going to be so cold there with that wind whipping off of Lake Michigan where the Bears are used to playing in that and they practice in it. And you're, You know, you got a very nice, fancy stadium there, Jer, uh, but that's what? You might have a problem because you don't know anything about elements. It's going to be a tough game for them to win. Then the week after that, they have the Rams. Then the week after that, they're on the road to take on Philadelphia that could be where you could decide the division or if Philadelphia decides to take care of their business on their soft side of the schedule, they're going to win out this division. Last week, the, out of the rest of these games, starting this week, the only game that's almost a giving is the Washington Redskins in week 17, and by that time it may be too late. And the reason being, well, let's take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles schedule because um, they, they, they have got it light. Now, they do have a tough game today in the Seattle Seahawks. We'll talk about that game a little bit later on. But let the rest of the schedule for the Philadelphia Eagles, it's it, it, its easy money. Easy money. Seattle get it today, Miami, the Giants, Washington, and the Giants again, and in week 17, they get the best Cowboys. I mean – they got crushed. let's just say they lose two more of those games. Let's say they lose today against Seattle, and let's say they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Well, guess what? They still got four other games that they're going to be able to win, and Dallas Cowboys, they don't have that luxury. Dallas Cowboys don't have a luxury to lose too many football games. And when you take a look at the standings that are going on right now, the Dallas Cowboys have that one-game cushion. That's a good thing for them. If they get this victory today against the New England Patriots, I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be really, really good for them. But I don't know. We'll talk about that game. Again, that game we'll talk in about 1130, maybe a little bit earlier, depending on what's going on. We're still waiting on a clear ball, but I'm not going to wait for too much longer because we got uh, games to talk about today. So we will do that. So he's putting on his face. He already said that he's going to be here. He's also said that he's going to be here on video. Uh, so we'll be able to get all that going on for him um, on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So that's what we're doing now. Uh, some other news that is coming out of the NFL. Let me just click this button because I was on the wrong one. There we go. NFL. Some NFL news that is going on. i talked about the $50,000 fine that Mason, uh, uh, Mason Rudolph shouldn't have been fined. Um, that being said, um, the Jets tied in Griffin. Uh, agrees to a contract extension, this is good. Ryan Griffin is a good football player. Now, he unfortunately plays for the Jets, so he just kind of gets overlooked. But this is a good signing for that football team. So look out for that. Also, um, right now, elbow issue right now with Tom Brady. See, and the Dallas Cowboys have been getting lucky. And I'll go back, and I'll just go back to the Detroit game. No Matthew Stafford. They're monitoring an elbow injury that – uh, Tom Brady has. But I'm going to tell you right now, he's expected to play, and even Tom Brady at 80% could probably beat the Dallas Cowboys. Whoop. I just kind of gave away my, my pick. Anyway, that being said. Uh, some other news. Um, Vladimir's questionable. Harris is out uh, for the Saints against the Panthers, so keep a look at that. Uh, by the way, um I'm not too impressed with the um, all-time team. I, I like to. I, there's there's no real way they're looking at this, and there's no real, you know, criteria to pick these things. So there, there's lots of things out there, but of course, I am happy that Peyton Manning as well as Jim Brown made it on that list. Uh, there's some other guys that had, didn't make the list that maybe should have been. So I'm staying away from that. So, by the way, um, more news. The Chargers, Michael Davis has been suspended for two days. Substance abuse is private token on the weed. So he's gone. Matthew Stafford is not playing today. So if you are looking at the Detroit game, and they are on the road to take on Washington, that just makes that game very interesting to watch. Now, Now, damn it. All right, nothing's on the line. Neither one of them are going to make the playoffs, but it can be a very entertaining football game. That's regarding sure. So, see here. Um, uh, Where is the other room? Uh, Oh, here we go. Uh, The Eagles will not have Wayne Johnson. Now, he is a uh, right tackle. And and when Carson Wentz, okay, throwing. He's got it. That's the guy that's going to be coming at his face. So at least you'll be able to see what's coming his way if they don't do very well. So, um, but, and, by the way, and, and this was, uh, some other thing, uh, Valentine Holmes, uh, gave his NFL dream a chance. Now the rugby league star is going to return to Australia to return to rugby. So, he is gone, so the Jets release him. Um, it is just an interesting story. Nothing to be there. Hey, hey, good to see you. Uh, also, uh, Yolanda, Gina checking in. I appreciate that. Chris Whitton, all those that are watching, Rodney James, uh, appreciate that. Um, I'm going to hit one more button because there's a couple other things that are going on. Um, the Washington Rights not Vernon Davis has been placed on IR uh, season-ending concussion situation. They're so bad they don't want to ruin this guy's life, by keeping him in a football game, there's no uh, reason. Mitchell Trubisky, the starting quarterback for Cuervo's Chicago Bears, okay, guess what? They are set ready to go. Mitchell Trubisky will start after even being benched, so look at that. Uh, there were some uh, reports that the Patriots, We're going to re-sign Antonio Brown. Um, That having been said, um, that is not going to happen. Robert Kraft, along with other uh, people uh, that were interested in maybe bringing them back together, that is not going to happen. So just to let everybody know. By the way, interesting story, just really quick. Uh, Deshaun Watson uh, threw two touchdown passes to DeAndre Hopkins, um, and when he catches that at home, and his mom is in the stands in the front row, and guess what? He always runs and gives her the ball. They, they have her feel the ball, to touch the ball. She's blind. It's a great story. If you have the opportunity to get the, uh, you know, set up, uh, check it out. Garrett's uh, indefinite suspension is upheld. Guys, don't lose your mind about the word indefinite, okay? All right. Indefinite just means temporary until they decide what they're going to do with you. sorry but. And in this case, Miles Garrett, sorry, but yeah, I said it. His sorry, but he's gonna be out for the rest of the season. He'll play next week or uh, next year, so doesn't really matter. Cleveland Browns not gonna make the playoffs anyway. Um, he's still gonna be able to get paid out there. So, so i My heart is not, my heart is still pumping. All right, I don't feel, I don't feel bad for uh, Mason, uh, Miles Garrett whatsoever. Decide to play punk football, yeah, you get to suffer those consequences. That's what ends up happening. Uh, uh, quarterback Matt Ryan and receiver Julio Jones, both back. Uh, they were at practice, and it looks like they're going to start against Tampa Bay. That's going to be a good game. Um, none of those teams like in the playoffs. It's just going to be a good game. We got a couple of those games that have no playoff implications. On them, but they're going to be good games to watch and hard games to pick in reality because, good God, what's going to end up happening is the big question. So that we right up just covered some of the news that was coming out there on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So what we're going to do, we're going to take our first break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we're going to kick it in. We're going to start with the games without corner votes, so be it, that be the way it is. That's just the way we do things here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. But he said he will be joining us. So we'll do that. We'll take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Again, the video portion, not going here. the commercial side. I just don't feel like setting it up today. So you're just stuck um, you know, watch, watching me go warm up my coffee or you know move around. So uh, we'll do that. We'll be back in five here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And that being said.
1: proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast let Buffalo Creek doors and floors help you restore your home to it's like new condition need a contractor let us be your first stop as well as your last we specialize in everything that others don't such as stained concrete floors wood spot repairs on doors and floors stainless steel spot repairs anti slip on floors and more This is Sunday Clark, radio voice of your Raleigh Eagles, letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do, your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Raleigh area. We provide the high-quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals. And excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett being taken for a ride? Check out Cost Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Cost Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance funds. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on.
3: Yeah, but is it fresh?
5: Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, Southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlette. For lip smacking, rib tickling, knee slapping, foot stomping, great taste in barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
1: This is something Clark like Radio Voice, of your Roulette Eagles letting you know about budget blinds of Roulette. Tell us what you love. We'll make it happen with the custom drapes, pillows, rugs, bedding, custom color matching, and specialized covering for skylights and hard to reach windows. We do it all for you, whether it's designing, measuring, or installing. So check out Budget Blinds of Rowlett, Serving Rowlett, Wiley, Saxe, and Garland. Give them a call at 972-722-9300. That's 972-722-9300. Budget Blinds of Rowlett, where we listen to our customers' needs. This is Sunny Clark, Radio Voice of Your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your route, the Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries.
2: One of the things we want to do is... We had this idea. The name that's kind of sticking right now is Rollet Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, Out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do, like, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will bring in a guest speaker, and he's just going to share the love of Christ, and we want to connect people in the city up with churches, and where they can find a healthy church family, and find people that believe in them, and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world, and and he he loves and cares for everybody in the city, and so we're excited about that. We'll working into details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a
1: lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or org. This is Sandy Clark, radio voice of your Roulette Eagles asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214 236 Two nine one four, Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Teller Williams Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So what makes Merchant Masters DFW different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best, including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW. Different from all the rest. This is Sunday Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett, Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Poncho's and Lefty and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening as well as thermal lift and cosmetics and collagen facial creams as well as top of the line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals. And excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214 326 7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett.
5: There is nothing that beats good home cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickie's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972 345 That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dickie's Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great taste in barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
1: Being taken for a ride, check out Costal Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costal Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Raleigh Road, where we make insurance funds. Or check us out on the web at
3: Costalinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on.
0: Yeah, but is
4: it fresh?
1: This is seven o'clock radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972 722 9300 or log online budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of so your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your route, the Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries.
2: One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name is kind of sticking right now, Israelite revival and we know that there are a lot of hurting um and broken people across the city um out of a population of 60,000 there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved and we want to do like Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday we'll bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world. And, and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. we will work through details right now. But our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people.
1: So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665. Or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterouette.org. dot This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your rally at Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Master's DFW specializing in small business companies can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point of sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Master's DFW different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice at your Rowlett, Eagles letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pot, Poncho's and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com.
3: So you might have to call there. You might have to call You might have
0: to call there. All, right.
3: no. All right, everybody. Welcome back into the Couch Potato workshop I, I I am I'm I'm so done with with, with with this thing. If it don't work, it don't work. I, I, I don't have the patience to part with it. And I'm bothering just to close down the show because I, I because I already I hate this. I hate things that are, you know, it's supposed to be easy and they're not easy. You push a button, you invite someone to do it, and they should be able to come in. I, I, and I don't know what more I can do. I, I, that's just how much I'm, I'm on it. So much, how much I don't care. You know, just about ready to close this thing down. And just go straight to the video, uh, straight to uh, audio. Let me see here. All right. I, I'm actually going to do that. I'm just going straight audio. I'm going to go to the Couch for sports show. I'm, I'm done with the video portion of this because it just drives me nuts. Never works. Never does what it's supposed to. So, Cuervo, just go ahead and just call into the show. We'll just go and try to do it that way because I'm, I'm I'm sick of this. So, um, I, I don't think, I mean, I've tried to do the invites. Yeah. I tried to do the invites, and they don't work, and I I, I just, I I really don't know. Invite. I, I already invited you, so it's just not working, so screw it. I'm done with it. Pissing me off, actually, so I'll just be done with it. On the couch, potato, smart show, and uh, I'm just, I'm going to audio. I'm, I'm just, done, I'm just done messing with the video part. One of these days, we'll just find time, and you know, but I, I, you know, it never works. Every time we try to do it on the video and try to bring Cuervo in, sometimes it works, it sometimes it don't. I'm just, it's a Sunday morning. And I don't care. So um, that's where we're at. And uh, so, let me see here. Are you there, Quinby?
6: I'm here, Sonny. Can you hear me?
3: Yeah, I got you right here. So we're all set. Listen, dude, I don't, I don't have the patience for this crap. If it works, it's supposed to be easy. It's never easy. So I'm not, I'm not interested in parting with it. so I, I'm going that route. I'm going to. Um, all right. So I, I'm all set. Are you all set? <laughs> I, I am. I'm am
5: all set now. Yeah. All right, man. I, I'm sorry.
3: One of these days, maybe we'll just get together and see if we can figure out how it works. I don't know if it will, but uh, we'll go that route and uh, go for it. So, all right. So. We're just going to kind of start this all over and get it all set and ready to go. So let me just hit the button here. And let's see here. See, it gets me. When I, when I mess with that, it just gets me flustered, and I, I just lose all track of what I'm doing. Everybody, we're back here. So, all right. Sorry about that clear Let's turn
6: that down. All right. How are you doing, man? Well, uh, given the circumstances of technical difficulties, I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, uh, the technical
3: those technical difficulties just drive me insane. So um, I I understand. That, okay. Of course, that being said, that's the name of the show. Uh, The show's going to go on. We'll just go from there. What I'll do, though, for your sake, I've already talked about a couple of games. So, uh, yeah, I kind of already reviewed Thursday on what was going on with Thursday. So, let's go to the game that I did cover, and we're going to have to probably pop through this fairly quickly uh, in order to do it. It's the New Orleans Saints at home against Carolina. I talked a little bit about having certain guys – not in your lineup, and obviously this is a football team that has problems as far as uh, their quarterback position, and, and I don't know about you, but I've been accused of, you know, making things too things too simplistic, but sometimes when it comes down to the fact that you don't have a quarterback um, or you have a quarterback that has been figured out because the defensive coordinators of the NFL are just that good, um, that you, you run into a situation where, Your quarterback situation in Carolina is, um, oh, how do you say it? Uh, it, It's in dire straits in reality. And then you have – New Orleans on the other side, you know, Richard Brees, you've got this guy who just does everything, but this is also a guy that has a problem with defenses coming at their faces, and Carolina, um, they, they lead the league in facts, they lead the league in quarterback um, uh, hurries and all this other stuff. So they know what's going on, but is that gaping hole too big for Carolina to get over in order to have success against the New Orleans thing? Well, I mean, I think it just
6: all depends on, on, like you mentioned, the play of Kyle Allen. Look, if you're a Panthers fan, I think you should be very content, very happy uh, with the way Kyle Allen has come in and, and, and took taken over for Cam Newton because – Let's be honest. I mean, when when this all went down and Cam Newton got hurt, uh, I think a lot of people wrote the Carolina Panthers off. But the reality of it is, look, they're five and five, and they still have a fighting chance at a wild card. So, honestly, yes, for did. guys like Tarvin, for guys like Tarvin that are Carolina Panther fans, I think I think right now, um, I wouldn't say you should be ecstatic because, you know, there are a couple of games that they 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 had opportunities to win, and it just didn't work out. Uh, but I don't think five and five is the worst position for the Panthers to be in right now, given that you know the Saints are playing as well as they are in the division. But other than that, I mean, yes, Atlanta's looked good the past couple of weeks. Tampa Bay is, you know, hit or miss, uh, and um, so. With that being said, I think I think Carolina's in in a decent spot if they can somehow pull off a win today. Uh, on the road against New Orleans, um, you know, I I think people need to start taking a look at the Carolina Panthers again as, as a team that could potentially contend for a wild card spot.
3: Well, they're going to have to get some play out of that quarterback position. I mean, because they got everything else going for them, if you think about the quarterback. they got Christian McCaffrey, he's a badass. You say whatever you want, he's in consideration of the uh, MVP uh, MVP talks if you want to go that route. Um, some of the other things that are going on with that defense and everything else, I just don't see him being able to. And not only that, if you look on the other side, the Saints do not have the worst defense in the NFL. So that's another thing. So you've got a combination going on. You've got both defenses. If you equalize them both, everything's all set and ready to go. And then it, it's uh, uh, the um, – offense that's going to be the big difference in reality in this game. And I just don't see how Carolina gets over it and tries to be able to get past the New Orleans Saints. Not only that, the Saints are at home, although that place they've dropped games at New Orleans all the time. So it's not like, you know, it's a great home field advantage, but they've they've, they've been able to drop those games before. So I I don't feel very comfortable in Carolina going in there and uh, doing what they do. Um, on a regular basis, in order to beat the New Orleans Saints.
6: No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to definitely be a challenge. But I think they have. I think there's, you know, potential there for, uh, if you want to call it an upset. I don't know what the spread it is on this game, but do I think Carolina? Do I think Carolina can go in there and make it competitive and, and find a way to, to grind out a win? I do. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. So I'm going to take the Saints to win this game. But all I'm saying, Sonny, is that I, I wouldn't necessarily write Carolina off. I, I give them I give them an opportunity. I give them a shot to win this game. I think Kyle Allen's played well. I don't think he's,
4: you know, Pro Bowl
6: material. I don't think he's, you know, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, uh, I don't even want to call him comeback player here, but just kind of like a, uh, a saving grace in Carolina but do I think he's done enough uh you know just kind of like a Chase Daniel did last year for for the Bears for three games I mean he went in there did what he had to do until Trubisky came back and you know yeah I think it's the same thing with Carolina and in, in with uh, that situation as far as quarterback is concerned look you know he's not he's not Impressing anybody, as you like to say, there's nothing to write home to mama about, but I tell you, um, it, it's, it's uh, he's doing enough to keep Carolina competitive, keep them in contention for a playoff spot, and you know, the, the defense needs to do their part too. So, especially today with the high powered offense, like sinks,
3: yeah, absolutely, and, and that's another thing, the offensive line is going to have to come to play. He's going to have to protect that young man at the quarterback position if they expect to have any kind of success, which I still don't think they're going to have. So um, I'm up on uh, New Orleans, um, and as I look uh, here, hold on, uh, there we go. Looks like everybody is on uh, New Orleans as far as the game is concerned. So that being said, of course, that's the end of the show. I'm going to head on into the next game um, that, was, that is up on tap. Is the Denver Broncos at the Buffalo Bills? Now the Denver Broncos, you know, that's the last couple weeks they've been out there they've been acting like they want to play. Uh, but what they've been doing is dropping the ball in the fourth quarter. So this, the football team has got to get over the fourth quarter was, or it's going to be a long, long rest of the season for them as they go on. But that being said, of course, that's the name of the show. I, I went ahead I, – I, I do not think. Although, when you're looking at the standings, when I was just talking about it, uh, the standings over there, Buffalo gets this win, and if New England drops the game and Dallas, we'll talk about the game a little bit later. But if New England drops that game and Buffalo wins, Buffalo will be eight and three. New England will be nine and two. All right. Now, this is unheard of territory for the last ten years because usually New England has a three to four game uh, lead over anybody within that division. So. Now, do I think that the Bills are going to be able to go out there and be able to take the AFC East? No, I don't. But they're right there sitting on the wild card because when you look at the wild card players in this division in the AFC, you have Pittsburgh uh, behind Baltimore with five wins. You have Indianapolis and Houston. One of those teams are going to be there. Don't count out Tennessee because they're right there trying to play in there. And then you have Kansas City and Oakland. So, um This is a very vital game for a football team that's supposed to be a contender. When you're looking at this game, do you look at the uh, Buffalo Bills as pretenders or do you see them as contenders and they should get the win today? that?
6: Well, I mean, to, uh, to just make this so confusing for you, Sonny, um, I'm going to answer in, in both senses. I think, I think they'll win today, but I also think they're pretenders. And the reason I say that is because, you know, Buffalo was very fortunate with the schedule that they had to start the season off. And and that's why people were led to believe that Buffalo was a contender. Well, I'm here to tell you now. And, look, I'm a Josh Allen fan. I like Josh Allen. I think he's going to be a good quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. I think he has what it takes to do well in Buffalo. But I still think that the Bills have some things. They have a lot of things to work on. Um, and I think the biggest thing for them is being able to get pressure on, uh, on quarterbacks, on the opposing quarterbacks. And that's something they haven't done very well lately. I mean, you know, the guys like Kyle Williams retiring, uh, they, they let Mario Williams go. Those were the two guys that were able to get a lot of pressure on quarterbacks back when Buffalo was known for having a top defense in the AFC, let alone in the league, you know, three, four, or five years ago. Well, that's all changed, yeah. then because uh, those two are gone now, um, and they just don't get the the pressure that they that they once had. So, um, that's what I think Buffalo needs to work on. Um, until then, I, I, I'm going to call them pretenders, Sonny. I mean, now, that being said, I think they'll beat the Denver Broncos today at home. Um, but to answer the other part, yeah, they're pretenders. Yeah.
3: I, I, I don't, See, these two, t- these two teams uh, right now, when you take a look at Denver, they're nothing to lose. I mean, they're not going to win this division. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're under no illusions. So when you've got a team that's out there that can play balls to the wall and not worry about it because they are where they are, um, that makes that team dangerous. And that's the kind of team that a Buffalo Bills can allow themselves to lose to. And whether or not that'll happen, that's gonna be the biggest question. I'm actually on Denver in this one, I'm gonna but here's one thing Denver has to do is if they get off to that quick start like we saw last week, they have got to maintain that lead and hold on to it instead of going into the prevent defense, which in turn prevents you from winning the football game. That's what happened last week. They had no business losing to Minnesota after they got up in that game, um, especially when you got guys up on the defensive side of the ball that can do the job. Um, so that, yep. that right there – it, it, it was just a, a miscarriage of justice. In reality, the Buffalo Bills should have, or the uh, Denver Broncos should have won that football game, and that's one that they let slip through their fingers. Um, and, you know, but and that was also a game. In reality, though, they they saw what they can do within the first three quarters. It's just a matter of playing that last 15 minutes. And if they do that against the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills are pretenders, I think that's where we'll set, we'll find out this week if they're pretenders or contenders.
6: That, definitely, Sonny, and you know, in that situation with Denver being up in Minnesota, that's that's the perfect example of of a team that's young and inexperienced. Because, you know, I mean, it's it's they have to learn that it's it's a marathon. It's not a it's not a sprint, and, and that's what teams that are young and and inexperienced don't understand. They think coming out the gate and just uh, uh, you know, jumping on a twenty one nothing lead and then okay we can we can kinda of relax now. Like look, it doesn't work that way. Uh, it's because it's not how you no. start, it's how you finish in football games and, and and that's that's why the teams like you know, the New Englands and, and the Philadelphia's and the Pittsburghs and you know, those teams that have been successful over the past ten, fifteen years understand like, look, we might be down in the first quarter, ten points, but we're not gonna panic We're going to continue to do what we have to do. We're going to continue to play our game. We're going to continue to stick to the plan. And that's why nine times out of ten, you see those teams come back and win those games because those inexperienced teams, they let off the gas or they tire themselves out and they have nothing left in the tank at the end of the game. They let the lead slip away and it it cost them a win. So... That's what you saw with the Denver Broncos last
3: week, Sonny, in my opinion. So, that being said, yeah, I agree 100%. You you can't take plays off. um, And in the NFL, if you don't put your foot on their throat, you just leave them enough, you know, chances to breathe. And that is definitely what happened last week, you know, as far as. Minnesota. You, it, listen, if you give Kirk Cousins too many chances out of it, he'll make you look stupid, and that's what happened. Not by a big amount, but they, you know, you, you just can't leave that door open for him. And that, that's the biggest mistake I think they made in that game. So, um, you, everybody besides myself is on Buffalo. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to keep my pick. I'm the Denver Broncos and see if they can hold on and keep that defense. It's all, it's all going to be about defense. If they stay away from the free event, they should be all right. That leads us to the next game. This was a good one. And the problem is, they quarterback. It has nothing to do with any of the standings. Because the reason being, the Detroit Lions, they have no Matthew Stafford yet again today. The Redskins are 1-9. They're, 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 they're god-awful. Detroit, as bad as they are without, the, uh, without their quarterback, should be able to get the victory even though they're in Washington. Oh, 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 oh. I'm trying to my prayer. I'm going to tell you right now, Washington at home, even when they suck, they, they bring it. And I don't know what it is about that football field. That's always good, I guess. But when you got two teams fighting for last place in their own divisions, um, it, it makes for a very interesting game. Um, so, I mean, right off the top of my head, I want to say Detroit Lions, no problem. But man, there's a part in the back of me, even though they have Haskins and they're they're as bad as they are, th- this game could go the other way to follow up on the Washington Redskins side with a victory.
6: Yeah, you know, Sonny, I, I've always felt the same way about the Redskins. You know, it's it's something about them that they they raise their their the level of play at home and I mean that's a good thing. I mean you want to entertain the home crowd and all that good stuff, but I mean let's let's face the facts. They're one in nine. Okay. And yeah. it just the season's not going well for them. So um not at all. But look, look I and, and again, you know, we we've we've mentioned this multiple times. Sonny and I, we don't rehearse anything. We're not we're not Golic and wingo on
2: ESPN. We're not
6: Undisputed, like Shannon Sharpe and Skip Bayless uh, on Fox Sports. Like we we live separate lives, or you know we don't normally talk during the week. So the fact that that we're on the same page with this is, is it just tells you how how well we work together on the show. So, but anyways, um, I've always said about the Redskins that they're a dangerous team at home, and that's why I don't know if you remember a few weeks back, I actually. Did I pick the Redskins to beat the 49ers At home I think I did And I almost
1: got that
6: that right Because I think the final score Was like 10 to 9 And the the, the 49ers beat them by a point So But the reason I did that is because I know how dangerous Washington Can be at home And I think they're going to be dangerous Again today Against the Detroit Lions team that is Struggling just as bad um, yes, they've won three games, but come on, Sonny. I mean, those three wins—you go back and I mean, they 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 squeak by those wins. They they something fell into their lap to where they were yeah. able to win those three games. So three six and one—that record is, is you know it's better than one and nine. But you look at the teams—is Matthew Stafford even back for them? Or is it still the backup? No, they're not. He's not.
3: That's just to let you know, Matthew Stafford is not in this game either. So they're going to start that kit. Is it Driscoll? No, no, that's the uh, that's the uh, Cincinnati backup. Um, let's see here. Um, to do, to do, to do. No, I, think right. I think you're right, Sonny. I think it is Jeff
6: Driscoll. I think you're right. Is it Driscoll?
3: All right, very good. I think so. All right, so, yeah, so I think that's uh, – I'm just trying to verify it and uh, – uh da 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 it does here we go. All right. So the Lions do
5: have
3: saying, Driscoll, yep. So it is Jeff Driscoll back in the mug. Listen, by the way, he's not horrible, um, but he's not great either. I, I mean this is the one where, you know, you know, you think about it, even with Jeff Driscoll they should beat the Washington Redskins. But I don't, have enough. I don't have enough to pick against the Washington Redskins in this game. Granted, it is, this is not a good football team at all. Uh, but I, I am on Washington on this one because of the fact of what they do do at home sometimes. And it, if Matthew Stafford would playing this game, there would be no question. I'd be all over Detroit on this one. But I, I yes. just, I'm going to go ahead. I don't know if you want to call it a nutset or whatever, but I'm on the Washington Redskins on this one.
6: I like, I like the pick, Sonny. I'm going to roll with you on that, my friend. I'm going to give me the Redskins as well.
3: Yeah, and man, just the let Redskins. everybody know, as well as my brother went to the Detroit Lions. So, um, yeah, and, I've been, and really, to be honest, I've been trying to find a way to, to still go ahead and pick them. Um, because, but, but I, I read a, a stat when I sat down last night to get ready for the show. I read a stat at Detroit – Lions ranked 30th in the NFL in defense, giving up close to 412 yards a game. Um, and I, I will tell you right now, that is against the pass and on third down. So the, these, these numbers are just stupid. They, they last, last on third down. Alliance also given up 27 points a game. That's ranked 27th in the NFL. And how about they're 28th in the red zone defensively, and they're 24th against the run. This is not a good football team. And with yeah, I, and, and listen, we don't know how good Haskins is going to be, but he gets the opportunity against a bad football team to make himself look good for a week. So this this would be the opportunity for Haskins to take that step up and decide to say, hey, I'm going to come out and show what the NFL what I got. And regardless of whatever you said, if Haskins get the victory here today, this that's big for this guy. I mean, he needs a win. He needs something to give him some confidence because he's the guy moving forward. So he needs something. So he needs to develop a little bit now. And if you can beat bad football teams, you're that much better going into next season, I think.
6: Well, yeah, I mean it, it, you know, it does it does give you a boost of confidence, but um I think you know, for most teams, Sonny, I mean, they just kinda just you know how the saying goes. Hey, we play who's on the schedule, right? That that's I mean, and that yeah. answer you're gonna get nine times out of ten, so um all you know,
3: for, for, yeah, for these
6: two teams, it's this way it
3: goes. Now, that being said, because now don't go anywhere. I know you've been there for five minutes because I've been we've been deal, dealing with some things. I'm gonna go ahead and bring in my guy. Now this this, this is I, I I just as I was pushing the button to bring him in last week, I got disconnected from Bryce and so let me hit the button so I don't lose Bryce. It is Bryce. Good day. How you doing, my friend?
7: Fellas, what is going on? How's everyone today? I
3: don't know, but your Pittsburgh Steelers made me look good last week. You? Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Cuervo, good to see you, man. It's been a few. It's been a few weeks. You've been on hiatus.
6: Yeah, you know, I had to uh, had to attend to some things, uh, you know, on a personal level. But I'm back now, so everything's Listen,
7: all good. Listen, glad to have you back. So you can um so you can balance out Sonny a little bit. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, Be back hey, on the drug hey, uh, yeah,
7: yeah, Keep, maybe, from yeah, going, I, keep I, him from going, from going off I, the I, rails a I'm little gonna, bit. Start,
3: <laughs> I'm gonna start getting drug tested. Hey, you're still <laughs> <a, I'm such laughs> is your is your guy gonna Listen, I'll tell you, we're gonna switch to that game. Might as well. Let's just jump to it um, as we are here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Let's get to the Steelers so we don't lose Bryce. Um, the Steelers take on Cincinnati in Cincinnati. I mean, I want to tell you right now, they lose this football game. I'm gonna. I, I think this could be an in Pittsburgh. You cannot lose to them this week. You cannot lose to Cincinnati. Even though it's in Cincinnati, um, but you know, I mean, is Rudolph gonna quarterback this team, or will they go to to this young cat that's behind him? What are oh. you hearing?
7: Oh, Sonny, me first. First and foremost, get it out of your head. Mason Rudolph is gonna be the quarterback of this football team for the rest of the season. They are gonna see what yeah, they, right, they're gonna see. What they, they're going to see what they have in Mason Rudolph, um, come hooker by crook. I thought last week, his worst game he had. He had um, Not only that, he's yet to start a full – start and win a full road game. Um, so he's got to do that. There's a lot of room to grow. Personally, when I look at Mason Rudolph, I like what I see. He's done some good things. But like any quarterback um, who's just getting his bearings – He's got to, you know, he's got to play better, and we got to start seeing it now. Um, these next six games will tell us what we have in Mason. Yeah, these next six games will tell us what we have in Mason Rudolph. But he's going to get every opportunity um, to start. He's not going to get pulled, even if he plays bad. They're going to stick with him. You've got Duck Hodges at the number two. I like I like Duck at the number two, um, who's also slashed the number three when Ben comes back. So I think your quarterback room even next year could be pretty set, but. You know, for this year, we're going to see. There's no chance that Mason gets benched. He would have to play so bad that they, not only would he have to play so bad, but the schedule would have to would have to be so that they're still in the running and they want to make a playoff push, and then they go to duck. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Mason Rudolph's going to play good football moving forward. Not Sands' mistakes, but I think he'll play good football because he just played. He was he was he was terrible last week.
3: Well. One good thing for you, just to remember, if you go back, you know, just, you know, a few, times, a few games ago, we saw Pittsburgh just eat Andy Dalton for lunch. I think it was like eight times they sacked him or something like that. Seven to eight times they sacked Andy Dalton um, at night. Granted, that was at Heinz Field. And these are always dogfights, Cuervo. We talked to AFC North when they were a good division. Now, granted, they have dropped off. And not only that, they've dropped off significantly (laughs) as far as the quality of play within this division. But it's still AFC North division football dogfights each and every week. But who do we got? We got backup quarterbacks going up against each other. So then you look at the defense. Now, who has the better defense? Well, I think it's fairly obvious, and it's the reason why I'm picking the Steelers. I think the Steelers have the better defense that is going on out there and that, in reality, the better quarterback in in reality. Uh, But the problem is the concussion and knee injury to uh, Juju Smith and then James Conner re-aggravating a shoulder injury that he had, um, so that whole thing that's going on, pouncing not in the lineup because of the Miles Garrett BS, um, and all that other crap. Um, by the way, you want to see what I feel about that Bryce, find me on Facebook, Sonny Clark, and then scroll down to, uh, a day where I just said, I just want to, it's the name of the thing. And you will hear what I feel about Miles Punk Garrett. Um, but, This one here, there are a lot of guys missing out on the football field for them in reality, but then you just look at the other side and and realize, hey, the Bengals are 0-10. I I just don't see anything, Cuervo, that they're going to be able to do to get out of the way um, in reality. And also, when you look at this rivalry, Pittsburgh owns them. So, you know, there's really nothing. They've won 17 in the last 20 meetings. So there's another thing. So, Cuervo, when you're looking at this one, what are you looking at?
6: Honestly, Sonny, I'm not really looking at a whole lot. I think Pittsburgh's going to have their way <laughs> against Cincinnati, yeah. and I really hope I hope yeah. I'm not jinxing Bryce's Steelers, but I really do feel <laughs> like <laughs> I really do feel like the Steelers are just going to go out there and they're going to execute their plan. Maybe not flawlessly, but I think it's going to it's going to be about an eighty to ninety percent success rate. There might be a couple of hiccups here and there, but look, Cincinnati's a bad team. Yeah. At least Bryce and I saw that at the beginning of the season. I remember Sonny Clark's prediction mm-hmm. on that, so but we're not gonna get it. Yeah, I did. Hey, we today. did not have AJ
0: Green wind up all
6: season long, okay? I I and I and I get that. And even if they did, Sonny, I'd say they're probably going they would be like three and seven. I I, I with AJ Green they have three wins. <laughs> you know, just because okay. you know, that's how dynamic right, he is. Stop but, making valid uh, points. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but no. In in all honesty, though, I think I think the Steelers will will you know ha, uh, play a very well executed game today, um, and I, I think they're gonna I, you're gonna see. Mm, let me make a bold prediction here. I think the Steelers will get three turnovers today. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah.
3: And, and, and Bryce, I mean, I, looking at the other two teams that within this division, obviously you, you got Cleveland, you know, where they are. They're not good, regardless of what they did last week to Pittsburgh, okay? But he, he, the, the funny thing about this whole thing, you know, and I want to give you the opportunity online, talk a little bit about that situation. Uh, two scores, then you got Miles Garrett doing what he did. So – Basically, I just said, if Miles Garrett don't go punk, guess what? They end up in the locker room. Then we're just talking about how bad the Steelers played in that game and what they got to do to turn it around. But this whole incident just takes away total attention, the fact that the the Pittsburgh Steelers played like dog garbage last week.
7: Sonny, you're, you're 100% right. I don't know. Whatever you spiked your drink with today, it was genius juice because you are, because you are, you are 100% right. First, first, let me make my prediction. Um, Cuervo is trying to jinx my Steelers, but I'm going Sonny's route. This is going to be a tough game um, because it's AFC North football. And Pittsburgh's in a fragile state. I mean, look, you're not going to hear me bring up injuries and all that. Well it's pro football and you know what time it is. Um I do like that we had ten days and got some guys back, but you know, Pittsburgh is a team this year that doesn't have the depth that it had. So the none of these games are gonna be cakewalks. You know, I know they, they were able to surprise the Bengals with the Wildcat at home, but like I said, Mason Rudolph has not won an away game. So and he didn't he's coming off a bad performance. I like the fact we have ten days to prepare. I'm going with the Steelers. But Sonny is 100% right. If Pittsburgh loses this game, they may have five games left, but the season is over. You just can't lose yeah. to, like, you can't lose to the 0-3 Bengals, which they didn't. You can't lose to the whatever they were, 0-7 Dolphins, which they didn't. And you can't lose to the 0-10 Bengals. You just can't. Um, you can't lose and expect to have, have, a, you know, have a season. So I think they get the win and get out of there with a the win. Hinesfield will be. I think there's going to be a lot of Steeler fans there, which is great. Um, so I think that'll help Mason Rudolph a little bit because he's going to be playing with a lot of Steeler fans there. Um, but I'm going with Cincinnati. Now, to what Sonny said about Cleveland and, and the end of that football game. I mean, of course, there's been a lot of narratives. I'm going to go with for the public that doesn't know. Sonny Sonny Clark texted me, and he spelled it out beautifully. Um, I'm not gonna, you know. I, we don't need to rehash the whole thing The bottom line is, like Sonny said That incident doesn't even happen If Mason, if, if, if Miles Garrett Does not tackle the quarterback to the ground Way after the play was Out of his hands um, He did that Which ensued a scuffle Which ensued the helmet Which ensued hitting Mason with the helmet So this narrative that you know Mason Rudolph started the whole thing Or people wanted to give steam to that And I get it you know they want him to take some culpability for continuing to go after Miles, and and they're reacting to people saying they should throw Miles Garrett in jail, which I think is way out of bounds for other reasons, actually, other than football. But but I'm gonna talk about those. Um, but I get that. But at the same time, I don't have to change the facts to do that. Um, Mason Rudolph got fined. I do not think he should have got fined more than Miles Garrett. I have no idea why the NFL did that. Um, but. So be it. I thought Larry Ajambi or whatever his name is, I thought he should have got more than one game for running at the quarterback and hit him in hitting him in, in the back, you know, while you know, just out of nowhere when the when the thing was dying down. So, you know, I think that should've happened. He should have got two games at least for that. Uh, he should, he should not be allowed to play in that next Brown Steelers game. Um, I'm glad Marquise Pouncey got his sentence got his games reduced. I thought that made sense. Um, I think he wouldn't have got as much if he didn't kick a guy. Um, I think he would have got a game. But because he kicked the guy, they kept it at two. Um, so I think Miles Garrett should have been suspended for the rest of the year. Um, I, think, I think that was the right move. Uh, it was just not a, good, it was not a good look for him on the field. If he was smart in the moment, you know what he could have did that would have really gotten the fans going after he ripped his helmet off? After he ripped his helmet off and Rudolph ran at him, he should have just ran away the other way and just and just rolled his helmet like a bowling ball and pointed to the crowd. That would have been funny. <laughs>
4: that would have been funny. Yeah. That would have, yeah, that would have that it it, continued it just, to reignite the
7: rivalry. He would have got the fans crazy. Enough. That actually would have been funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so definitely. overall, Cleveland was a you know uh, you know, it was clown work. Um, yeah. I can't wait to see him again. Let's get the Bengals in tow. Let's get it. Let's get that game in the bag and let's strap up and play again. But this time at Hansfield.
3: Definitely. Sonny. Are you going to bail buddy? You got to bail.
0: Yeah, I, I got a have...
7: bail Sonny. I got a bail Sonny, but I wanted to hear what Cuervo had to say.
6: Yeah, look, cause I haven't had a chance to speak my piece on this whole situation. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet and, and Bryce, anything that I say, um, Please, I I hope you don't take any offense to it, um, but I do have a pretty strong opinion on it. Um, first and foremost, I think that the, the punishment that Miles Garrett received was was appropriate. Uh, I don't think he should be allowed to play the rest of the year. A lot of people were saying ban him for life and all this. Okay, look, what he did was very dumb. Okay? <laughs> that would never happen. you know, you, you you swing a helmet at a guy, and, and Luckily for Mason Rudolph, I mean, I, I, I really I, – I'm very fortunate that it only caught him on the cheek or the jaw or whatever because had he hit him with the crown of the helmet square in the, in the yep. let's say, in the forehead or the temple or, or something like that, I mean, you could have really caused damage to the guy, man. Like, I mean, you're talking, you know, impossibly like a surgery at least, getting stitches on your on your head. Like, I mean, you could have had, you could have caused some serious damage, man. So um, I'm not even going to get into the whole, like who started it and all that, because it's a heat of the moment thing. And at, at this point, does it really matter? To, in my opinion, no, what happened, happened. And that's it. Here's what I have a problem with. First of all, to answer your question, Bryce, and, and again, what I'm about to say, I, I, I please don't. I, I really hope that you don't take any offense to it. I hope you continue to call the show, okay? But the, the reason the reason Mason Rudolph was fined more than Miles Garrett is because the NFL doesn't want to look racist. I said it. Okay. I said it. They don't want to look racist towards towards African Americans or you know. So let's find let's find the white guy more so that way it looks like we're doing the right thing. That's just my and we keep it real on the
3: show, Bryce. You know that.
6: Hmm. So Interesting. Okay.
3: That is. My it's just a it's just a different Incredible. I don't think you're going to insult him because I, I know I know Bryce. We've been back and forth on some things, um, but. You know, sometimes when you talk the NFL, the NFL is all about what they're going to put out there and for what people can see. Image
7: and I,
0: image. I, I, as far as that, huh?
7: Image. It's all about image. The image. Yes. PR. PR moves. Yeah. The NFL yeah. is big on PR. Absolutely. And
3: and now that this narrative and now that, and this, narrative, and now that it, this
7: narrative has gotten so much steam, you know what, Cuervo? That's not that's not totally out of bounds. Um, I, you know, I don't think you should have gotten suspended and the NFL made the you know made the right move. You have the whole situation with Miles Garrett uh, accusing Mason Rudolph of a racial slur. Um, you know, we weren't on the field, be the next so thing no I one, want
6: to talk about.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can say 100% you know, you know, Miles says he heard what he heard, Mason of course denies it. So, in terms of uh, Maybe that wasn't, like, specifically in the NFL's, like, head, like that was specifically. But I think with the narrative and, the, and, and the, the overreaction to Miles and the optics of saying they should have put him in handcuffs and all that, they wanted to send a message that's saying we also see Mason Rudolph's culpability and we're just not going to let him off the hook. And I can see how race plays into that. So that's not out of bounds, at least to me. Okay, well, I'm,
6: I'm glad I didn't uh, step out of bounds for you because I, I, I can care less what anybody else thinks except for you guys because we're on this show, we're talking about it right now. But yeah. do I think that um, – do I think he had some bad intentions at the moment? Kind of. Uh, do I think he should have been put in handcuffs? No, I think that was a little – a little excessive but the other thing i want to
3: get into and i think that i think that's excessive and and i and, and if you know me I, I i want to string the guy you know you know take a take a rope and, and just 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 beat him up with it it's just stupid or find yeah. find something to where you get a hold of the guy and shake him and go why are you just being so stupid but, uh, uh, you know, being,
6: being arrested
3: and banned forever,
6: that's just stupid. That's just stupid talk. Yeah, that's that's overreaction. So, And I know, Bryce, I know you got to get off. And, and, and take no, but care. I want to hear what you have no. to say. Okay, well, I appreciate that. So the, the next mm-hmm. thing. Okay. So a few days pass by, and now Miles Garrett is using the card that we all don't like to hear. Such such a bush league move i'm sorry it's a bush league move because now you want to play and i made this comment on on sunny's post about this or was it it was either it was your post sunny or it was in the lane in sports with with tarzan it's it, it, now now he wants to flip this and play victim because he got his nuts crushed on what he did wrong Dude, just man up and take the punishment. It is what it is, man. Like people clearly saw what you did. He had bad intentions. I, I I don't care what anybody says. He had bad intentions because he was it was the heat of the moment and he got so angry and he had so much anger in his, in his body, in his mind, that he thought the way to solve it in his mind was to take the helmet and hit him with it and now he wants to turn around and say well the reason i did that is that look dude you can't you don't justify something like that four days after the fact like if that was the case you know if you cool down next day if if you feel like or you think you heard something whatever then if if it's the next day after, then okay, maybe people are gonna listen. But man, four days later, after you got your nuts crushed by the league, no, ain't nobody buying that, man. That that was such a bush league move by Miles Garrett to try and play the race card. So that was my that was my other thought on it.
7: Guys, let me let me say this before I get off the phone about about that. As someone who is black, as someone who has played football, and as someone who has been called racial slurs on the field. Here's something that – here's something, too, that I considered when thinking about the whole thing. And, Quirrell, you make some good points. I've never been called a racial – I've only been called racial slurs by teams that, quite frankly, had no black players on them. <laughs> um, any, any team where I played where there was a mixed group of players, that has never happened. Um, so I understand people's skepticism when he now says that about Mason Rudolph. And none of the Steeler players say anything. And now we're hearing the Browns players were completely caught off guard with that because they didn't hear anything either. Um, and none of them yeah. – he didn't go to any of the Browns players to start to say that. Now, having right. said that, um, I'm not going to fully discount it because I said, As someone who has experienced that um, and who lives with stuff like that, I'm not going to say it's not out of bounds that maybe while they were scuffling he thought he heard something. Um, I don't think and, – and this is not – Necessarily part of football, but because he plays football, this comes into play. You know, when you unearth some of Mason Rudolph's tweets and things that he likes, I wonder if, you know, in looking at the defense and saying, well, this is Mason Rudolph, if they didn't say, hmm, I thought I heard this. This guy is kind of, you know, he's kind of lending his support to some of these far right type of things. <laughs> That where I'm sure yeah. a lot of that stuff goes on And so that has played into yeah. You know what I, I, I know what I think I heard And you know what I think he's capable of saying it So I'm not going to yeah. say 100% that that didn't But I could see why a lot of the evidence Around it is not adding up So I'll, I'll leave it at that and,
3: and Bryce Just to let everybody know, you know he, He's talking in reality He's talking about some of the reactions That Mason Rudolph did have on social media certain, uh, regarding certain posts. It's not necessarily his post, but it's mm-hmm. his reaction to some of the other posts that were out there. So this guy's got to clear that up. He's, did, he's not talking about his own personal posts, but his reaction to other posts that were put out there, is, which is calling into question. But I, just to kind of keep it real, Miles Garrett had no clue what Mason Rudolph's uh, social media habits are because I got news for you. I uh, believe before this incident, I'm pretty sure they weren't friends on Facebook. So, you know, it is. Right. Now, <laughs> right, so, very but, true. <laughs> here's another simple fact, and, just a, and, and, I, and I made it blunt, and I'll say it again because it's true and just keeping it real. When someone's trying to make you their bitch, you fight back. And that's what ended up happening here in reality. If you want to just take the brass nuts off and fight fist to fist, it was some guy trying to make another guy his bitch. And that's when uh, Rudolph said, I, I don't think so, Tim. It's not going to happen. Um, so that, that's that's where I think it ended up happening. But that also comes from arrogance. It also comes from the fact that you're a bad football team and you're not disciplined and you should just walk yep. off the field when you're up to scores. Um, so there's a lot of things in play there. Um, but the simple fact of the matter is the team tried to show, show him up, tried to make him his bitch, and Rudolph said, well, you can try to do that, and you'll probably kick my ass into reality, which is what happened. But I'm going to, i just—I can't sit there and let you make me your bitch right in front of the nationwide uh, nationwide TV. Uh uh That ain't. And that's what happened. This was what—that's what it was. And if anybody wants to get away from that, they're just trying to fool themselves, I think. So.
7: Yeah, and to Cuervo's point, you—you you know, Quervo another reason why. Uh, you know, all of that skepticism around Miles Garrett, what he said, I think is very valid, all the points you made, the timing of it and everything. Um, mm-hmm. The reason why I'm not going 400 100% no is because we have a player, at least one, um, I won't even use a Bosa, but we have one player who on a record we know what he thinks, Richie Incognito, who has been around black players yes. and continued to yes. use the language and things that, honestly, if he, was in, if he was in a locker room with Ray Lewis or Shannon Sharp, that would have never went down. But he felt very comfortable um, treating and and, and 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 harassing people and doing that. So I'm not gonna say hundred percent that it could not have been said in the heat of the moment. I don't know. But I think the, sure. the evidence around it is not looking it's not looking good for Miles Garrett that that actually happened.
3: Yeah, no, and, and you're absolutely right,
6: I'm sorry, Sonny, go ahead. go
0: ahead,
3: you
6: Quebec. Know, go ahead. No, what I was going to say is, yeah, no, absolutely, Bryce. You're right. And look, I can't prove it. I, I wasn't on the field uh, when all that stuff went down, so I can't say 100% facts that no comments were made or there were, in fact, comments that were made. But here's, here's what I find very interesting, though his own teammates ain't even backing him up. If that were right. right.
0: If, especially go back up.
6: Well, well, I mean, they were on defense, though, Sonny. So Odell was probably on the sideline. There's no way. Even if he was to come out and be like, oh, yeah, I heard this, and I heard how much credibility would that have? Because the defense was on the that field at the time. That's good point. Now, now if, yeah, someone, if, if someone like, say, uh, well, I'm trying to think of some of the other defensive players in the Browns now, but if somebody else on the defense that was on the field when the, t- when the incident happened came out and said, you know what? I, I think I heard this, um, even, even something to the extent of, I, I might have heard A, B, right. C. Now you have a character. Now, now Miles Garrett has an argument because he has a teammate that is backing him up saying, hey, you know what, I think I heard that too. But that didn't happen. None of his teammates are having his back. Now, I'm not saying his teammates don't like him, but what does that say about the whole incident and the message that it's sending to Miles Garrett? Like, dude, you don't just throw that stuff out there and hope that somebody's going to buy your story. Like, that's serious accusations, man. Like, you don't just come out and and accuse somebody of making racial slurs unless you have 100% stone-cold facts on, and you loud and clearly heard certain words being said or certain gestures or whatever the case may be. But like I said, his own teammates didn't even uh, have his back on that, so there's no credibility.
7: Yeah, go ahead, Quirib. I'm sorry.
6: No, and I was just saying that there's no credibility to his accusation.
7: Yeah, there's a lot of – a, um, a lot of the things around it don't add up. Um, particularly, again, I'm only speaking right now I'm, – I'm speaking from personal experience. The only time that has happened to me on a football field has been with a team that was, not, that was not mixed black and white players. It was all white teams. It was never – I've never been on, on the field with a team that had – Black folks on it and white folks on it And an opposing white player called me a racial slur I have never been on a team That that has happened um, And so I think that's adding To what you're saying that So you mean to tell me Mason Rudolph's gonna do that And he's riding with Pouncey And these other players And they're gonna be okay with that I don't know yeah.
0: I mean I know. that's why I'm saying I don't
7: know about this one Miles I'm not saying it couldn't have happened But I don't know
3: See, but you think, you think about that. Just take it back to the Richie Incognito thing just really quick. Richie Incognito just thought he was – and just lack of, lack of a better phrase to say, right, and I'm just going to say it, he, just, he thought he was just hanging with the brothers. And that's the reason why he got away with it. And, and some and there it's like, okay – you got this crazy white boy acting like he's a brother. You know, all right. What? we're We gonna do? Stop this!
7: She, you know, she was you know, way out of bounds. They should have oh, never let. Uh, should have never let that slide. That was crazy.
3: Absolutely. You know. You know. Back and forth. You know, calling each other the N word and all that crap. See, it's mm-hmm. one of the things that really bothered me. And and I, and I take you off my friends list if you even use it. You know, even with the A on the end, I don't want to hear it because if you want to get away from it, you don't say it regardless. And if you don't have it enough in your brain to not say it, then you don't need to be someone that I need to hang out with. But I... You know, personally understands where the Richie and thing comes along because, you know, they start talking, you know, and, you know, acting like they're friends. But the simple fact of the matter is he thinks he's being accepted by saying that. And the fact of the matter is they're looking for a way to hurt this guy without getting caught.
0: And that's just
3: the truth of the matter. Um, but, it, you know, and just another thing to marinate on, could you imagine maybe Bosa doing that to Jackson? Just to throw it up on the other way, it'd be, that'd be one, it'd be the same damn thing. You know, it, yeah. it'd, be, it, it'd be a huge outcry. Um, so, I, so I have to say, I'm glad that it's happened this way, that there'd be outcry. Because in reality, if you looked at it the other way, and that was Bosa up on, on, on Jackson, there'd be the same amount of outcry. So at least that, that part's there, uh, where yeah. it seems like it would be a fair, a fair field.
7: Yeah, Richie Incognito is, is – I, I don't even want to – I mean, when you read that, that deposition – not deposition, but the legal documents and, 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 and Richie Incognito are real disturbing. I mean, just, just – not even yeah. just, okay, just what you said, Sonny. Uh, you know, that's a different conversation of how he felt comfortable. But he took it even way beyond that. I mean, he was using all kinds of racial slurs. He was harassing – he was harassing an Asian trainer – Calling him racial slurs. Yeah. I mean, this dude is, a, this, wow. this dude is not a good, good good guy. Like, so, so, but he felt yeah. comfortable doing that. So that's why I'm going to say I'm not going to say 100% that Miles Garrett is lying because he's saying, I heard what I heard. I like what Max Kellerman said. Yeah. Maybe he thought he heard something um, and it fits his narrative, but that doesn't necessarily mean Mason Rudolph said it.
3: Absolutely. Good point.
7: On that, no guys. I gotta I'm get glad, off. Sorry, boy.
3: I'm glad. No, I'm glad that I got just right because I went off all by all by myself on Facebook. So I'm glad that I had <laughs> two other people talking about it. Thanks uh, for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you later. And good luck to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody is on Pittsburgh. Uh, so that just to keep everybody up to date on that. So have a good one, Bryce. Thanks for checking in. Sonny
7: Cuervo. Enjoy the games today.
6: Oh, You know why? We'll check you out. jumping on for a little
7: while.
3: I'm glad that we had the opportunity to talk about that. And by the way, guys, I'm not going to go into commercial because I played all of them trying to figure out the video part of it. It drove me nuts. (laughs) I was trying to figure it out. Let's keep going then. It just didn't end up happening. Absolutely. Maybe maybe we'll do a trial one to where we can figure out how to get it to work based upon my computers and all that other stuff. We'll do that at a later date. Bryce, thanks for checking in, my friend. So that's going to lead us into the next game that's here Up on the couch with Taylor the Sports Show is we're going to come up ball because this is just what we do. It is nice. This is Miami. Goes off the road to takes on the Cleveland Browns. I've mean- Cleveland's gonna obviously be without Miles Garrett, so there's gonna be a little bit less uh, pressure on the quarterback. I mean, say whatever you want about Miles Garrett, the guy got to the quarterback. He was making quarterbacks, you know, uh, you sack him the quarterbacks, and he was rushing the uh, uh, rushing the throws from quarterbacks. So now that you take that out of the equation, you get a different person stepping in. Uh, This game is in Cleveland. Uh, You know, I. I never thought that I'd say this, but I think this might be lopsided big time. We go back to the emotion of the game and the fact they don't have that guy on the football field, and I'm sure everybody in Cleveland wants to back their guy, Miles Garrett, which I get, I understand. Um, I I think I see Cleveland coming out big time in this game uh, as they take on the Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins embarrassed Sonny Clark last week because I did pick them last week, and they made me look stupid the Buffalo Bills, but guess what? The runs are the Buffalo Bills, but um, I think Cleveland, you know, taking an opportunity to get the victory against Pittsburgh last week, puts them in the driver's seat against Miami this week. Uh, Quir, but what do you think?
6: Yeah, I think you're right, Sonny. and I'll make this quick because I know we uh, we spent a lot of time talking about that whole incident, so we're going to have to go into a little bit of rapid fire here, but uh, look, sure. I, mean, I think, you know, Cleveland's the better team. I know Miami's you know somehow found a way to win a couple of games but uh I like Cleveland at home today and um I think the Jarvis Landry factor is a thing you know playing against his old team yeah. they're going to try and force him the ball some to try and you know you know how that goes revenge games however you want to see it sure. and, and, and and it all really depends on how my, uh our Jarvis Landry feels about the Miami Dolphins franchise and whether he feels like you know they they did him wrong by trading him away or, or letting him go I can't remember which one it was but um yeah expect Jarvis Landry to get some some uh, catches today and get some production out of out of that offense so I like the Browns I
3: think I like the Browns too it should, should be a fairly easy game for them didn't y'all but then again you never know when they're going kind to of push them out in all fitness. Sure. i you right now, you are, you, your, your football team's in a lot of trouble. Okay, granted, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have to have some kind of miracle run. But guess what? They can't do it by losing to the New York Giants today at home. Um, so, you know, you know, they are going to go ahead. I read up on this really quick before we came up on air. We are going to have your guy at quarterback, but Mitchell Chebenski. We'll start this game. Um, but the New York Giants, they're just not a good football team. But more the fact, guess what? They have nothing to lose here, and this is a horrible game for the Chicago Bears to roll into right now because maybe the Bears don't have anything to lose, but there's one guy that does have something to lose, and that is the quarterback. That is Mitchell Chabinski, and how will he react to that pressure coming to him? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I, you know, my mind tells me the Chicago Bears, okay, and and, and I don't even get a little rub to rub it in on Cuervo uh, that say I'm going to pick the the Giants. But what I don't like is the Mitchell Trubinsky pressure because we've already seen Mitchell Trubinsky under pressure, okay. Forget the pressure out on the football field. We're talking about his career is flashing in front of his face, Cuervo, and that can't be good in year number two when you're talking that, and not only that, you've got people talking behind your back about bringing Cam Newton in for next year. So you've got a lot of things that are slapping Mitchell Trubisky in the face, and I, this is my upset special of the week. I think the Giants are going to beat them because I – think Mitchell Trubinsky is a mental midget, and all this is going to come to him, and we're going to see an ugly football game come from Mitchell Trubinsky. It won't be because the defense isn't going to play well. They are going to play well, but if you're going to be out on the field too much, that might be a problem. So this is my, this is my upset special of the week. I have the Giants. That's not just a dig. That's more of a dig up on your quarterback position. Now, my only thing is, that's what I read. He is going to start so but how long is it going to be before we see Chase Daniel come into that game quarterback?
6: Well, I think, and I think the answer to that is, Sonny, and I've put some thought into it, of course, being the Bears fan I am. Yes. I think, I think Matt Nagy will let him get away with turning the ball over once. Anything more than that, he's getting benched. I'm telling you right now, Sonny, he's going to get benched. Will I feel bad about it? Hell to the No. Uh, I, I'll be more than happy to see Chase Daniel come in and and, and take over the reins uh, and and find a way to win football games. Look, Sonny, this is the, – honestly, the Chicago Bears can't afford to lose any more games. If they're going to have any chance at, at making a wild card, they can't, we can't lose anymore. We have to run the table, and that's going to be tough because guess what? We got We got a short week, okay, playing Thanksgiving Day against the Detroit Lions. And then a week from a week from then, we're at home against the Dallas Cowboys. All right, so that's not going to be a, an easy game either. That's going to be tough. So it, it's it's already looking not very promising. On top of that, they got to play Green Bay one more time. So yes, you're right, Tim. The Bears are in big, big, big time trouble. As far as today, though, no Danny Trevathan, unfortunately, uh, but. Uh, But we do have, you know, for what it's worth, you know, Trubisky's back in the lineup. Uh, But I do think that it's going to be a thing once he – if he turns that ball over a second time, I think he's done. So, and we'll see. Now I'm going to ride with my Bears. Don't get me wrong. I'm riding with the Bears today. Matter of fact, so today they're going to be wearing their regular uniforms, but they're wearing the 19 – I want to say 40s. Helbit with the white C on it So That's the uniform they're wearing today And to commemorate that I've got my Gail Sayers jersey Ready to go I got it, I got it, I'm rocking it right now
3: Just to Just to remember remember You might have to take You might have to
6: take
3: a picture of it I'm going to tell you right now I will will send you I will send you a picture of it But just to let you know I sent you a I'm, – I'm sending in Facebook, and I've, I've got okay. something um, – I'm going to send you a picture right now, and this is regarding your bears. So I'm sending it right now. So um, – and it's regarding your play, the Chicago Bears' playoff chances. The picture that I just sent to you. So when you got a moment, you can take a look at that. And uh, but I, you know, I don't know. It, it, you know, can Mitchell Trubisky get get the job done right now? He he possibly can. And, and this is a big. I think this right here could be the most important game of Mitchell Trubisky's career at the quarterback position. If he's gonna be a starter, he's got to step up. And beat this football team. Okay, he does. And, and, and here's the thing he can play like dog garbage. Okay? He can play like dog garbage. As long as they get the W, it won't matter. Um, so, that being said, and by the way, I'll just let everybody know the picture of me, I have a fork in my hand. Okay? and I'm sticking it in the Chicago Bears' playoff opportunity and chances of making the playoffs. So that part is done. I stuck a fork in the Chicago Bears. They're not going to make the playoffs because they're scheduled. They're scheduled for the rest of the season. Like you said, hell, next week they got the, uh, the, um, the Dallas Cowboys coming into town. Uh, good thing that game's at home. Um, but, yeah, that, that fork is for the Chicago Bears playoff opportunities uh this year because
6: we look at sure yeah, question for you sonny is that is that the same fork that um and you know you didn't stick just a fork in in the chicago bears playoff chances you stuck a fork in your in your co-host's back too so thank you for that <laughs> uh, and also <laughs> now is that also the same fork you're going to be using to eat your thanksgiving dinner with on thursday
3: Absolutely. By the way, what are we doing on Thursday? Two hours before the games kick off, or are you unavailable because of family?
5: No, I
6: uh, no, I'm I'm up for it. Uh, uh, let's do it.
3: Two hours before kickoff, we'll have the, the traditional Thanksgiving couch potato sports show. If I was writing it solo, or if I was going to do it, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's the couch potato. Uh, that's the couch potato fork. Uh, that I'm putting in the, uh, into the uh, Chicago Bears. I, I don't know. I, I hope he's not a – because, as, as folks know, I am a Bears fan, okay? I, I am, uh, but I'm a Bears realist um, in reality. And I just hope he's not a mental midget. And I hope they can actually maybe think about him continuing on being the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. But, Cuervo, you and I both know that's not that, – that, that, the odds of that happened are about thirty percent that he continues on as the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears, wouldn't you think? I mean, there's way too much there's way too much rumors talking about Cam Newton coming over there. Way too many too too many rumors not to really take it seriously.
6: Well, and there's there's also whispers about your guy too, Mr. Uh,
3: Teddy Bridgewater,
6: possibly being yeah, a candidate I, as the next starting quarterback of the yeah, Chicago I, Bears. I, I love
0: it. I love that.
3: He
6: is my boy. Mhm. Oh, I know he does. Yeah. Trust me, I.
3: He, I've been with you on this for long I would long love to, know. Be to be much farther than a quarterback of the Bears, and you would too. You would you love it. it. Um, so, but <laughs> hopefully, he's uh put together, but, uh, but that being said, the Bears playoff chances, well, yeah, Philadelphia or Dallas probably winning, uh, and if one of those two is uh, challenge for the wild card, Green Bay and Minnesota, one of those two teams are going to challenge for the wild card. New Orleans is about the only one that's going to come out of the South unless Carolina goes up on the rip, but you have over in the West, San Francisco or Seattle, and if you don't want to discount the Rams, they're there too. So there's a lot of teams that are going to be fighting for two wild card spots because the bears aren't going to win the north uh, that's going to go to Green Bay or Minnesota so uh, Minnesota already has eleven games in their belt um, so they're eight and three the Green Bay Packers are eight and two so um, so they're pretty much they're, they're pretty much out of it, and I, I don't think any of the other things that i mentioned regarding playoff opportunities are going to fall that bad to where the Chicago Bears are going to be able to sneak them around, uh, but then again, you also still, you think about this square vote, you know, this game here, if they lose this game, you, you, you have to, I'll let you borrow my form, but what I'll do is I'll take it out of your back, and, and you realize that it's a realist, uh, a realist Pick, uh more so than anything, um I, because I just I just try to keep it real. But you know, this week the the uh, the Giants next week actually is the Detroit Lions on Thursday. So um they gotta see if they can squared away on Thursday. Yeah. And then they got the Dallas Cowboys, then they got Green Bay, then they got Kansas City, then they got Minnesota, and if you drop The last, I I, I just, God, I hate to say it. Could you imagine if they ended up dropping the last, you know, what, is it seven games? The last six games of the season, losing to New uh, New York, losing to Detroit? uh, Because I don't think they're going to win against. Um, I'm not going to say that about Dallas. They got an opportunity to beat Dallas, and and I'll explain that that week. I I won't forget the reason why I think. But Green Bay, Kansas City, Minnesota, just off the top of your head, well, you can't look at those games and say those are wins, and they need those wins in order to make the playoffs. It's just not going to happen.
6: Yeah, and I'm just as much of a Bears realist as you are, Sonny. As of right now, I don't see them winning any of those games. I see them yeah, all yeah. three of those games.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah and, and that's bad. So I, that. I, 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 yeah, it yeah, hurts. Yep. Oh, it pains me to say
0: yep.
6: that, but look, we keep it real in the show, even if it's our own team that we eat, breathe, you know, as, as as that's our that's our love in, in the NFL. Is that that team, just like you with your Jacksonville Jaguars, like. You want you want to see them go 16 and 0 every year. I know that. But we're also Absolutely. To also keep the real and we know that it's it's not going to happen. So As yeah. of right now, yeah, those exactly. are the games you just mentioned, Green Bay Kansas City Minnesota I don't, I don't think, think do so, Jim. I I
3: agree with you, Al. Just so. Just horrible, horrible situation set up for them in reality. So, but that being said, of course, that's the end of the show. We are going to go into our rapid. Uh, we got to start knocking this out. But I wanted to spend a little time on that because I felt bad for my fine co-host. Hey, Oakland does look like a red football team. I mean, they actually look like they know how to play a game. They are second in the West behind. And listen, to hear and say, right now, man, could you imagine if Oakland wins the AFC West over the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, suicide watching in Kansas City will start happening. But they're not that good yet. However, this is a game, you know, what If you look at the Raiders and what they have done, and by the way, they have been magnificent for the last few weeks out on the football field. And if you want to deny it, you can go ahead and deny it. Um, but the simple fact of the matter is they've been playing good football. And the reason that is, is I don't know. Because really, because when you sat up there and watch the thing and you ask yourself, could you imagine the Oakland Raiders winning out of, they, they have won, let's see here, it's four out of six, okay? Four out of six, and, and, and actually, it's, uh, yeah, uh, no heart They've won three of their last five, but they've won five of their last seven, okay? Taking a loss to Green Bay, no good shot. They should have been able to beat the Houston Texans. They should have won that game, but games, games that they should have won, You know, in reality, if you're a good football team, if you're a good football team, you beat Cincinnati, you beat Detroit, you beat Indianapolis. The Bears weren't getting good at that time. The only team that I think they kind of shocked were the the, uh, Chargers at the time. They won that game. So, you know, but I think what is going to happen today is not that they're not a good football team. And it's not that they should win this football game. I think they should win this football game. It's Sunday. I think they're going to have a coming to Jesus week. And sometimes that happens in the NFL. And sometimes you think that you're out there. The Jets aren't a good football team. But I don't know. Flying cross country, playing that early game, all these scenarios that fall into place for the home team to win. The Jets aren't a great football team at all to, to write home to mama about either. But I, I, I think there's a come to Jesus. I think they're going to come down to earth. Maybe that's another way of putting it. In reality. Um, but if you look at the Jets, they've gotten uh, two victories against two bad football teams in the Giants and Washington. They lost three before that against Miami, Jacksonville, and New England, but they beat the Dallas Cowboys. So you just don't know what team is going to show up. But that having been said, at home, they've done pretty good. So I- I'm just, I'm going to take a flyer. I, don't, I think there might be a come to Jesus. Oakland, if they're going to put it together, they have to win this game. And if they lose this game, they're not contenders. They are pretenders. And I think they're going to lose this game because I think they're playing well above their, their – I think this is more ego more than anything. Because, man, I, and parts of me wants to see John Gruden eat a little crow too because he's talking too much now, and I don't like that. Uh, John Gruden would just be better off keeping his mouth shut all the time, but he he, he can't. Um, he's on two-game win streak, and he thinks that, you know, it doesn't stink. So, I don't know, Cuervo, what do you think about this one?
6: Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, – um, I know there was a couple of thoughts that I had. But, oh,
3: Chris, yeah. so teams, I, I, I'm not even it's, questioning that.
6: No, and, and I'm not either. But look, there's something about the Raiders on the East Coast, and it doesn't fare well a lot of times for them. And I know that sounds stupid. And I people hate that argument, but you know, mm-hmm. over the years, Sonny, I, I've looked, and then like sometimes it does play a factor. Sometimes it does, and it's funny because we're, we're talking about this game, and they just showed a stat on NFL Network. Did you know that the Oakland Raiders, in the history of them going to travel on the East Coast to play a morning game, their oh. record is seventeen and forty-five. How oh my God! I did not know that. Yeah. How can you ignore a stat like that? You can't ignore a stat like that. That 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 is something that you absolutely have to take into consideration. And look, a lot of people say, like again, like time doesn't. You know, it's a three hour difference, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like going to London and, and doing that stuff and, and But it does. It it kinda does sometimes. And and I don't know if yeah. it's a mental thing. I don't think it's so much physical, but I think it could be a mental thing. And look, the bottom line, the Raiders don't do well on the East Coast. So that kinda makes me lean yeah. towards the Jets. But then I think about the Jets and I'm like, ah, they kinda suck. So uh, I might need to. I I might. Sonny, I might need a favor from you. I might need the handy dandy. The, I need the quarter. I I don't know what to do at
3: this point. I
0: I I didn't
3: need it. I, and it's more the fact that you know. Now my pick goes to the fact I hate John Gruden. I really do. But by the way, just to let you know, I have been picking the Open Raiders to win football games. So um, just more in the fact that I think they've come together a little bit, uh, but I don't know. And, and this, it, it, it's Sunday, so we got the company. Uh, it's coming today. I think it might be. It, the reality check has to happen. And this is the. This, and you know what's bad about this, Claire, though? The bad about this is that if they do win this game, let's just say they don't. It just takes the AFC West race, you know, and almost just hands it to the Kansas State Chiefs. This is a game Oakland has to have if they're going to challenge for the AFC West title. And I want, to, and frankly, I just want to see the Chiefs fall on their face because they're too big for their britches. But I hate the Oakland Raiders, so I want to take anybody in this division to beat them. Um, but I'll even, I'll even savor the Ra- uh, Raiders winning this division over the Kansas City Chiefs because you weren't talking about a team that's overhyped with a coach they can't win in the playoffs or the Super Bowl. We're talking Andy Reid, so everybody's in love with them and the next Super Bowl champions. I was, I wasn't a fan. Now at the beginning of the year, and I'm not now either. So, so parts of me wants a little dig at the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so, I kind of hope they beat the Jets so they keep that division in football. But at the same time, I think we got to see a uh, football team fall just like the Kansas City Chiefs fall into teams they had no business losing to either.
1: Yeah, I mean,
6: and it happens. You know, every year, teams lose to teams that they don't they have no business losing to. And, you know, I kind of have that feeling, just like you know, that we were talking about that Redskins Lions game earlier. Yeah, I got that sneaking, I got that sneaking suspicion, Sonny, that I think the Jets are going to find a way to pull this thing off.
5: I really do. I think
3: they are too. I don't think they're a better team. So everybody just, I know who's the better, I know who the better team is. Janae, I do. But I just, you know, every once in a while you just you just drop the damn ball, and I think that's what's going to end up happening today uh, for the Oakland Raiders. Now, I, again, my hope is that they do win. So, uh, so that let, don't think that I hate the Oakland Raiders. I do want them to win just to shut them up. And that being said, of course, that's the end of the show. And not just that game the way of fire. Seahawks, go the road to pick up to the Philadelphia Eagles. And oh, my gosh, this is going to be. Yes, it is. But here's my thought. I, I hate this game because, you know, my mind is telling me Philadelphia.
6: I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to get it uh, down in Texas too, but uh, they're going to show it locally here on Fox. So I'll be flipping back and forth between that and the Red Zone just because I want to really focus on this game. Because I'll tell you, if Seattle picks it up like they have been, and and they continue to, uh, oh, not not Seattle, I'm sorry, the Green or um, Philadelphia. Wow, I'm getting my teams mixed up, but uh, yes, yeah, Eagles. You know they're five and five right now. If they can. You know, and they've been known to go on streaks, and win five, six games in a row. Yeah. If they can do that to end yeah. the season, and, and I mean, we could see this game again in January. So that's why I really want to focus on this game and just kind of see how these teams play against each other and, and get a feel for for um, you know how how they match up. Because I really do think that if the Eagles make the playoffs, we're going to see this game again.
3: Yep, and and here's the thing. This is the only game really left up on the Philadelphia Eagles schedule that's tough because I I called it, you know, I picked the Dallas Cowboys to win this division, but guess what? They go in for a coast for the rest of the season as far as opponents are concerned. Uh, The only other team that's tough is they got played the Dallas Cowboys again. The rest of them is easy peasy. So five of their seven are probably wins and that's going to be enough to overtake the Dallas Cowboys in this division and win the division. So we're going to see the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs because they're going to beat that. And especially, if, could you imagine the Dallas Cowboys list today um, and the Philadelphia Eagles do? find a way to beat the Seattle Seahawks, they're going to be knotted up right there at the top. So uh, with Dallas, you know, having the victory over Philadelphia, it makes that game later on in week 16 a very vital game for the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. But if the Eagles take care of business against the craft teams that they face for the rest of the season, they're going to win the division outright by, by week 16 and it won't even matter. So this is a big game for Philadelphia. Um, if they can get this victory and move on, the only tough game that they got for the rest of the year, the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to win the division. So that that's just straight out. I think they're going to win the division anyway. But if they win today over Seattle, you, you, turn out the lights, the party over. The fat lady singing and all that for the Dallas Cowboys winning the division. And then they're going to have to fight for their lives in the wild card. Um, and they're going to have to fight against the NFC West because all three of those teams that are are, are, Mm -hmm. are pretty good football teams are going to be buying, two of those teams of those three are going to be buying for a wild card. So it should be very interesting. We can see another uh, look at the AFC North when Cincinnati, as well as Baltimore and the uh, the, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers all made the playoffs in the same division. So uh, I think we can see a a replay of that in the uh, NFC, and that will throw a monkey wrench in a lot of things that are going on, so I'm going to go ahead. I am taking Seattle. is uh, on Philadelphia. My brother is on Seattle. I'll go over Charvin's uh, picks here as well, but that takes us into the next game here on the couch. But well, time so out, honey. Time, time out. Time out. Okay. Time, time, up. time out. No. Yeah. I, I. I'm still gonna.
6: I'm gonna take Seattle, but I can right. see. I could see Philly finding way like, Now look. The Eagles are depleted bad at wide receiver. And bad. that's why I'm taking the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. Jordan Howard is also out. So, what do the Eagles do this week? They bring back an old friend and Jay Ajayi. They sign him. Hopefully, he's ready to yes. go for the Eagles. Uh, that way, they have some sort of running game. But, Sonny, the Eagles are hurting. They are hurting yep. at wide receiver in, in this game today. And, and that's why I think just kind of by default, if you will, I think Seattle does win this game. So please change my pick to Seattle. Um, I guess because I'm a closet Eagles fan, that's why I kind of hyped it up. But no, um, <laughs> I, I, on the on the record, on the record, I'm taking Seattle.
3: I I I had you marked down. I knew where you were going, so I knew where I, okay. I think you even said just making sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh,
0: that being said, that's just going to take a picture that
3: if some down here don't have a lot to say about the way in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I, I'm taking Tampa Bay. Um, it, and this is more the fact this is gonna be yet another proof of pudding that when Tampa Bay comes in and rolls Atlanta at home that they're gonna have to look at their coaching staff. And I'm not even just saying, you know, my guy Dirk Potter, they need to get rid of him. I thought that's whole thing. But Dan Quinn I think I think he's done. I think he's already I think he's nailed it in. I think, you know, no big deal. Now they got a victory last week and they've been playing better. But, uh, they got to win. Who did they beat last week? Atlanta beat Carolina. So, uh, and everybody beat mm-hmm. Carolina yeah. in that one. Um, so, yes. you know, they got a good victory there. Wonderful. Hey, even a blind dog will find a bone, okay? Um, and, and I'm not saying Tampa Bay's a better football team because you've got James Winston that is the turnover machine that he is. Uh, but, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Atlanta gets a couple of picks and wins the football game. But I think, I think this team is done. I, you know, last week was a fluke. I think Atlanta is done for the season in their mind. Now, on the other hand, you've got a different kind of coaching staff on the uh, Tampa Bay side. You know, that is a coaching staff that won't let a team lose or won't let them give up. So that's another reason why. I think the better coaching is over there. I think that obviously the better talent on the offensive side of the ball is on Atlanta's side, but we can't get Matt Ryan back out of the, you know, our rehab Okay, you know, the Super Bowl rehab that he's um, you, you saw, in. You saw shades of it last week, but, you know, on a consistent level, I don't know. So I'm, I'm rolling with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Jameis Winston only throws two picks, but figures out how to way to get the game uh, in the victory side.
6: All right, well, you know what, Sonny? I'm, I'm going on the other side of this one. I like the Falcons. I, I think they've... I'm not gonna say they figured it out, but they have they're playing better football this past couple of weeks. You know, beating Carolina, uh beating uh who was it that they beat?
3: Did they beat Minnesota or they almost beat Minnesota? Or uh, who was it? They beat looking someone no, someone they, they had they no business. They, they beat New Orleans is what it was. They beat the So, them really right. so yeah. look.
6: It's they're three and seven, so it's not like they're gonna, you know, uh, uh, make a playoff run or anything like that. But look, Sonny, look, I mean, like I said, the Falcons have been doing something right. I'll put it, I'll just put it that way. They've been doing something right the past couple weeks, and I, 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 I want to assume that Dan Quinn, your boy Dirk Cotter we Will continue to do those same things and find a way to win at home today against the bad Tampa Bay team. So, with that being said, because it's the name of the show, oh, that, 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 I'm gonna roll. No I, I'm gonna roll with I'm gonna roll with the Dirty Birds today, um, and and so put me down for the Falcons. It's not gonna be easy; just a divisional game. But uh, like I said, they've been doing something right the past couple of weeks, so. Keep that keep that going, yeah. guys. Maybe, maybe you'll be four and seven by tonight.
3: Hey, hey, and also maybe, maybe your, your quarterback will turn into the next big thing. You know, winning game winning games that are useless, and you turn into Brian Hoyer um, because oh, Matt Ryan's back. Uh, the last part of the season he played well, and then oh, he's back, and then they'll have another bad season next year. That's mm-hmm, what I predict mm-hmm. because everybody's gonna fall right back in love with Matt Ryan. Listen. Matt Ryan needs to be on a different football team. And, you know, simple fact of the matter is, is I wanted I wanted Arizona to go after Matt Ryan in reality, but they had a different plan for that. Uh, but uh, there's some other football teams that will take a flyer on Matt Ryan. Um, but if they win the useless football games in, the, in, in a year that's the rest of the season that's useless and that it won't matter, he'll be the second coming. He'll turn right back into Brian Hoyer. He'll be as bad as he has been for the last two years. Mark my words that uh, so I'm usually not wrong when I see that kind of thing happen. So, but I am okay. This is a The go on the road. They okay. got 17. Tennessee has to lately, you know, on the Now, you know, I, I'd love to see Tennessee play much better, but they are 5-5, five five, one game ahead of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are at home where a lot of magic happens for this football team. Yes, I, I keep bragging about my Patriot, uh, uh, my Tennessee over Patriot victory last year that I picked. Yes, I did, and it's on record, baby. Um Tennessee, you know, finding – but here's the funny thing. They're finding new life with Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, um, I, I'm just going to pick – Jacksonville, I think, is gone. When they got rid of their guy on the defensive side of the ball, it just kind of started – it won't start crumbling down. I heard, you know, John Cougar uh start singing the song. Uh, so I'm on Tennessee –
6: Yeah, they're pretty good at home, Sonny, but I don't know. I, 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 I get the I get the feeling, you know, you guys you guys got Nick Foles back, right? So that's always a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know how you feel about it. How, how, how did you feel seeing Nick Foles back in the lineup
3: for your Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, this this is what I will tell you, okay. Simple fact of the matter is they lost to Indianapolis 33-13. to All right, so that was, yeah, and by the way, I didn't even have to look that score up. I remember it. It was that disgusting. Okay, all right, and, you know, I had Brissette on my mind thinking that he can go into Monday or go into Thursday Night Football and somehow figure out a way to beat the Houston Texans like an idiot, and I didn't really do a lot of research, and if I would have done it, I would have never picked him because I don't like Jacoby Brissette. That being said, You know, it is what it is, okay? This is a football team that can't – they can't even win in their own division. They've lost to Houston. They've lost to Indianapolis. They're the second-worst division of football, and Jacksonville can't get out of their own way. They can't beat themselves out of a paperback. Um, So, you know, as much as I would love to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars to win a football game and see, maybe the Colts can come out of it. Maybe, Maybe you should just see where your season was and save Nick Foles for next year instead of maybe bringing him back a week or two earlier because, let's be honest, he did not look good. He looked like he was still hurt, Cuervo, and, and that was one of the problems. And not only that, you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars for the rest of the season, next week there's, it's a football team that they should be able to beat in Tampa Bay, okay? Oh. And, and, or they, they should. They should be able to. All right? And then the week after that, they have the Chargers. Okay, then, you know, then Mm -hmm. Oakland, okay, but then they got Atlanta, and then the crappy Colts again. The season sets up for them to finish the season well, so we'll find out really how good Nick Bowles is, because I would like to see him be able to put up good points against uh, Tennessee, Tampa Bay and the Chargers, maybe have a dogfight against Oakland, but Atlanta and Indianapolis, these are all games that, if the Jacksonville Jaguars were worth a nickel, should be able to win. They're just not that good, and they're not going to win all those. They're going to be in a dogfight in most of them, and I think it starts this weekend. I think they picked a loss in Tennessee.
6: So you're, you're going against your Jaguars today is what it sounds like. Absolutely,
3: I've been going against my
6: Jaguars all year long. I think I've only picked them once. Wow, wow, Sonny. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do you the favor, and I'm gonna take your Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> you know why? Jaguars. Tannehill sucks. Ryan Tannehill. He does <laughs> sucks. But
3: in other words, the Titans are gonna have a come
6: to Jesus at
3: the quarterback position. <laughs> Oh, they have to. Oh, they have to.
0: And you what,
6: let me, let, can I just say this real quick, Sonny? For all, all these teams out there that, that are looking at quarterbacks, okay, I'm going to tell you right now, this two, This. You know, this Tua kid from Alabama, not the answer. He's not the answer. Don't uh-huh. fall it. Look, Kyler Murray is doing what he's doing, and I'm going to tell you, I am quite, I am quite impressed because I didn't really give this kid much of a shot because of his undersized, you know? So with that said, I guess you could say he's the exception, but let me tell you something. This two, a kid don't have it, Sonny. So all you guys, all you teams out there that are looking for quarterbacks, you might want to look past this, this kid, because he ain't going to cut it. I'm I'm sorry. Name name one quarterback, Sonny. One Alabama quarterback that has been successful.
3: I'll I, I I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah I, I'll save you some time because it's just not going to happen. Uh, it, it it is the way it is. I I, I hear you. The ya. one that I I hear you.
6: The one that I did have faith in. The one that I did have faith in, and he's gotten some opportunities, and he's done okay. But the one that I did have faith in was AJ McCarran, because I thought that. Right. Based on well, The level of
0: success
6: And that's what I'm saying He's had chances but There haven't been very many I think if he right. Found a way to be the starter of an NFL team I think he could be a solid quarterback and, and the reason I Believed in him Is because of the amount of success He had at the college level The amount of success at the college right. level His size, his demeanor Like everything added up for him to be a successful quarterback in the NFL problem is I agree he like said he just he just hasn't had much of an opportunity and that's why I like Deshaun Watson so much coming out of college and for the life of me I really 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 wish Ryan Pace would have went with Deshaun Watson because now look at what we're going through in Chicago so Watson, Watson good size athletic ability but he also was on the biggest stage in college football, got the job done, beat Alabama, you know. Uh-huh. And, I mean, how do, you not, how do you not want a kid like that? Ryan Pace, if you're listening, how do you not want a guy like that? <laughs> who, beat, who beat the almighty Alabama Crimson Tide. And, 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 and look, what, what Clemson did to them this past year, in in destroying them in the national championship, look, I, I mean that was impressive. But what was more impressive to me was the way Deshaun Watson grinded through that game and found a way to go toe to toe like a boxing match, take every mm-hmm. punch that Alabama gave him, and then he gave it right back to them, and he found a way to beat to beat them. And to me, that was more impressive.
3: So You know, the, the Chicago Bears, in reality, Cuervo, are a team that what could have been? Because could you imagine? And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not purposely picking up the couch the fork to jab it in your back again. But could you imagine if they had Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position? See,
6: no, I mean, no, no, no. Sonny, I'm telling you right now, Patrick Mahomes is a system quarterback. I said it. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is a system quarterback. There's no yeah, there's way you so he to hear
3: him tell me. There's no way. I've got to interrupt. He... I have got to. I got to interrupt you. Wherever. All right. Listen. And I love you. Somebody's got mad love for his for his co-host. Okay. All right. But I, I got news for you in case you want – I mean, I, I know you want – I don't know if you're trying to defend it or whatever the case may be, but I got news for you. All right, for me. Oh, for me Okay. If, if you want to say that they were better off taking Mitchell Trebensky over Patrick Mahomes, Quirrell, you know, we, we – we We're, we're going to he washed your mind. I love you. Whoa,
6: No, no, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is – Okay, all right. What I'm saying is basically what I'm saying is Kansas City is the perfect place for Patrick Mahomes. If he would have gone anywhere else, he would not be nearly as successful as he is – under Andy Reid's offense in Kansas City, the style of offense that they okay. play. If had yeah. he gone to Chicago, he would not be as successful. I'm not saying they should have okay. Trubisky over Mahomes. All I'm saying is Patrick Mahomes has been so fortunate that he fell into the Kansas City Chiefs' lap, and it's just been it's been mm-hmm. a, a match made in heaven. It's been the perfect marriage. Between Mahomes okay. and Andy Reid.
3: Okay, are you ready for the Copy would... Jesus question that I have for you then? Absolutely. Would the Chicago Bears be a better football team today with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, or would it be with Mitchell Trubisky? Oh, Mahomes without a question. Mahomes with question. Okay, good. So, all right. So all right, so, has not completely lost his mind. I just I just I was I was hoping that I would have heard that answer. So I so uh, he still qualifies well he's probably more of a qualification to be a host on this show than I am. But <laughs> not but true. I'm glad that I didn't have I'm glad I did not have to pull him back. I should have done it when he picked the Cincinnati Bengals earlier this year. I just wanted to make sure I had to pull you back just in case you were gonna fall into that. So I was I was doing I was doing my co hostly duty to make sure that you, you you were definitely there.
6: Yeah, no but but out of those three guys, Sonny, I think the guy that would have been that would do the best in Chicago is Deshaun Watson just because of how well he he is on the fly uh kind of like a, a um what's the word I'm looking improv like improv like comedy improv, like yeah. how comedian yeah, are yeah. Improv- like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I think I think that Watson is actually better than Mahomes at that just based on what I've seen um mm-hmm. You know, look, the whole, like, you know, the, the no-look pass, and, that, and that's, that's cool and all. I, I love watching it. But, again, to have the receivers like a Tyree Kill and, and, and those guys and, and having a Travis Kelsey at tight end, um, that has what, that's what's made it so great. Doing all those fancy things, you wouldn't get away with that with Allen Robinson and Taylor Gabriel. And whoever the hell plays tight end for them today, you know what I'm saying? So, uh,
3: so I agree, but he would make him better though, where obviously better than Mitchell Trubisky. So, but I sure. see what you're saying about the Deshaun Watson argument. Although I think if it was a different situation, okay, and I'm obvious, like you said, he fell under the great graces of having a, a system, and I know exactly what you're saying when you say that. Um, but I wonder just kind of wonder what we would see from Mitchell Trubisky if he had to make the plays on the fly. Is he capable of doing it? We don't know because he doesn't have to do it like you said. He doesn't have to make plays with his feet. He did it Texas Tech, but Texas Tech is so much different than the NFL. So you can just wipe those out. You know, I, I I hate hearing you know how great of a scrambler they were in college. Well, guess what? You also play crap teams that you have no business playing, in Alabama, um, to make yourself look good. So you know, I've never fallen for that. Okay. But I, I, would ve- I would be very interested in seeing how Mitchell Chabinski, or I'm sorry, how Patrick Mahomes would do under pressure, trying to create plays with his legs, because I think I agree with you. I think Deshaun Watson is better at that, although he's actually been stinking. I mean, that football game on Thursday night was an ugly football game. Neither one of them deserved to win that game. And that's the reason why one of them has to make the playoffs. The rest of the team in that division um, isn't going to make it. Uh, but it's just an interesting conversation there uh, as far as that's concerned. That being said, of course, that's the name of the show. Let's have the next portion of the next game. That's up on want to there's
0: so the game of the week, because there's only
3: two Tennessee. the other There's the Dallas Cowboys in New England. Uh, so, by the way, the Dallas Cowboys are on the road. When I was talking about this game, I thought Dallas was at, so that even just encouraged me just to say, I don't care what kind of elbow injury that uh, Tom Brady did. I, I took two seconds to think about this, because if you go back and watch my video, it's really simple. The Dallas Cowboys don't be playoff-contending football teams. I mean, they played that against Minnesota. So, you know, and, and which team is better? It's boy who's better uh, New England or Minnesota. But how does someone have a snowball since at home in this football game? Now, that having been said, I'm not – I am on New England, but quite, quite a bit, is on the Dallas Cowboys in this game, and I just don't know why, um, but this game is at Gillette. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, it, I've never seen such an easy pick as far as picking a football game in this one.
6: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I wonder about Tarvin and, and what goes on in his mind. But I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. a lot of times he has legit arguments, and I'll be damned if he's not right. Yes, and it so, me
3: sometimes. makes me mad.
6: Yeah. <clears throat> so with that being said, uh, maybe he's onto something that we're not thinking about, and I think that. Uh, but am I going to pick the Cowboys to beat New England at at New in Foxborough? No. Absolutely not. No. So, um,
3: I'm taking so, the Patriots. Then this, That begs the question, though, Querbeau. Are you ready? This is the question for the year for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. 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 Is this, this is a this is a must win for the Dallas Cowboys, isn't it?
6: Um. Well, you know what? It, it, what, what what plays? into the favor of the Dallas Cowboys is that the Eagles are playing early. So if the Eagles right. lose, if, the, if they lose, then Dallas, not that they're going to lose on purpose, but in their minds about, well, even if we do lose, we'll still be okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, I mean, it's a wash. It's play play Dallas, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a wash because the Eagles lose, they're 5-6. and six. If the Cowboys lose, now they're 6-5. and five. So, there's still a game ahead. Um, mm-hmm. The Giants and the Redskins, aren't, they're not catching up. So, it's, it's really a battle between the Cowboys and the Eagles. So, so, it's an advantage for Dallas because Philly's playing in the early slot. So, now if Philly finds a way right. to beat Seattle, then all the pressure is on Dallas, obviously. And if, if the Cowboys mm-hmm. lose, which I expect anyways, then you're talking about a tie for first. So things have, things have yep. changed. So, and uh, who has that, the easier schedule
3: for the rest of the season, the Philadelphia Eagles. Right, so, you yep. know, that, that's the reason why yep. I, yep. I stuck a fork in the Dallas Cowboys winning this division. Yes, I've done it. I've got the fork out for the Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East. Now, if they sneak into the playoffs, I don't know. But I will tell you, they are not winning this division, and especially if they lose today. Because there's two things that happens with this game, Core for the Dallas Cowboys. Either you start gaining the ability of thinking, hey, maybe we can beat these Super Bowl contending football teams or crap. We can't win against the Super Bowl contending football team. It's totally different words now. Um, and totally different situation. And the Dallas Cowboys, you're ready. Right. If the Philadelphia Eagles lose, they're gonna coast, and they'll think Win. But the rest of the season, the rest of the four or five games for the rest of the season, are Philadelphia's advantage and the Dallas Cowboys' disadvantage. They are done now, but especially after they take this loss here in New England, because and if Philadelphia wins, God, it's just going to turn, it's just going to turn the NFC East completely upside down, and then we will have the sky falling in Dallas, Quinner, but I promise.
6: Oh yeah, they definitely will. And and well, I mean that's how it is week week by week. You know whether they win or lose, it's either you know oh god you know the, the stick a fork in them. Oh, Prescott sucks if they lose, or yeah. if they win a game. Oh the Cowboys so going to the Super Bowl. And how about them Cowboys? We're going to the Super Bowl. Like it's oh. it's. <laughs> Cowboy <laughs> fans are funny, man.
3: I, I love them though. I love them. They're so predictable. <laughs> They're so predictable. Um, but you know that. A typical of what the Dallas Cowboys do on a regular basis. That being said, right. you got two points. Um, we can go over a little bit, actually, but, um, if you don't mind. I get it. But right. The uh, Green Bay Packers, Sunday night football, on the road, they take on the San Francisco 49ers. So, uh, we're talking about the difference between two different football teams. Now, Glenn, we, we, we just have so much hate for the Green Bay Packers. If you remember, we said that they would finish last in this division. That's how much hate that we have for the Green Bay Packers. And we even try to justify it, too. We just, you know, but, you know, it, just closing the round. Um, Packers on top of the NFC North, uh, 8 and 2. San Francisco, 9 and 1. They should be 9 and 2. Okay, sorry. Uh, I forget what game they played. I don't know if it was last week or the week before that. They should have lost that game. Uh, oh, it was my. Oh, it was my. Uh, um, it was my crazy thing. Uh, I picked the San Francisco 49ers who lose to Arizona. They damn near did, and you got to look at that game and say, how do you let the Arizona Cardinals damn near beat you at home? And then you got the Green Bay Packers coming in. I'm sorry, all you got to do, which team is better, the Green Bay Packers or the Arizona Cardinals? Well, that's simple. And then you add up on the fact that the San Francisco 49ers, um, they are decimated with injuries, Quarbo. Um I don't know. I don't know if win this football game, but uh, I'm on Green Bay. Tarman is on Green Bay, but everybody else, they're on the same system for 49ers, and I'm trying to figure out why. So do you know why?
6: Yes, because people are reading too much into the fact that George Kittle probably won't be playing. Look, George Kittle is a dynamic tight end football player. How often tight ends make make a huge factor to the point where they could swing a game, uh, you know, to the point where you either win or lose? It, it, I can't name a tight end that. that, so that, three that of only three of them. I well, can name off the top of my head. Well, and, and Kittle is one of them. But look, San of Francisco over. Two of them are retired. Oh well, okay. You're talking all time, yeah. I mean, look, Tony Gonzalez, yeah, that's probably one of them. Just this, yeah. um, Tony Gonzalez, yeah, a, Punk and Jason Witten. There you go. So, and none of those guys are George Kittle. So, um, or George no. Kittle is none exactly. of those guys. I should say. Uh, so, I think that's I why people are factoring that in a little too much. I still like San Francisco, number one, because I just don't like Green Bay. Number two, I just think San Francisco's the better <laughs> team. Um, but no, wow. man, look, the, the 49ers defense is is playing lights out. And, and they're going to get a lot of pressure. On, legit. Wow. They're going Yeah, they're going to get a lot of pressure on Sharon Rogers tonight. So just be on the lookout for that.
0: <laughs> Sharon Rogers. <laughs>
6: God, I love I I mean, Me up. I didn't know if you were gonna catch that.
3: <laughs> I did. I caught it as soon as you said it because I, I almost bursted. It's Sharon Rodgers. I love it. Um, but uh, so, so you're on San Francisco. Nick. Uh, in this absolutely. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. is this is this more of a hate pick more so than a regular pick?
6: Oh, no, Sonny, absolutely not. I would never <laughs> do something like that. You, you would never do something like that? Are you crazy? No.
0: Oh, well, speaking
3: crazy. No, not not <laughs> Now, that sounds like a thing, but, you know, it, it is what it is. But now take us to Monday night queer The Baltimore Ravens, you know, everybody say, hey, listen, hey, hey, everybody in the NFL, let's please just. Calm down. Okay. Just please. They said, yeah. The oh, my
0: God. push up, push up. I, I I was reading I
3: got I gotta stop reading. I've been reading how everybody thinks the Baltimore Ravens is the best team in the NFL. Okay, so I I, I don't know what people are smoking. Okay. I don't know what team they're watching. I, I, I congratulations. You Baltimore Ravens, you're a pretty good football team. But the best team in the NFL, all right, there is one team that's nine and one right now, okay? All right, so that's first of all. And second of all, if you're the best team in the NFL, you're going to beat the Rams tonight or Monday night. And I don't see it. I I don't see it. And maybe I just got too much hatred for the guy that's the quarterback position, that is Deshaun Watson, not Deshaun Watson, but uh, Jackson. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm just overshadowed by the hate Of the stupidity and all of the Owners there And I'll say it, I'll say it again All of that hype That you get from Jackson I, I don't care You can't throw in the NFL You're going to be quarterback Period, end the story I don't to the rat ass If you can run as many yards as you did But listen, when you talk about energy, Yeah.
6: With Lamar Jackson and all that, but I tell you what, I'm starting to become a believer. And, and look, it's it, somehow, some way, John Harbaugh is making it happen. And and Lamar Jackson. And now, now, what I will say is that do I think Lamar Jackson should be in the running for MVP? Mm. No, I, I think I think I like Russell Wilson a little bit better, just because I think their schedule has been a little tougher. Uh, but am I saying that Lamar Jackson is not a good quarterback or that he's not a good football player? Absolutely not. It's great. I don't think so. But, Tim. but I, let me, let me just say this though. I think, I think also that once and we've, and we've had this conversation many times, by the way, red zones already started. Um, but we've had this conversation <laughs> many times, Sonny, that um, look, once teams start to figure him out, then they have to, now yeah. you have to adjust again. And you have to figure out, okay, how can we adjust to, to, you know, not be so predictable or or for teams to not know what we're doing anymore? So that's going to be the challenge that Harbaugh, uh, you know, has once teams start to figure out what the, uh, you know, the the Ravens are doing on offense, because right now teams haven't been able to figure it out. And once they do, um, that's going to be the challenge for the Ravens.
3: Absolutely, and, and listen, you, you're right. They better win the Super Bowl this year, with me, because I, listen, I give the NFL defensive coordinators all day long with a full year, of, uh, a full year of tape on
0: them. Now,
3: granted, they got a lot of tape on them. But the simple fact of the matter is, the guy's hard to bring down. The simple matter of fact that the matter is, he'll make some good decisions with his legs. I'll give him a lot of credit as well. But guess what happens to quarterbacks that do this? And it might be. And listen, he's even avoided some of the hits. I'll even give him that credit. But it's going to be the one that he doesn't take, or the one he doesn't get down for. The one where he's trying to get that extra yard for the first down, and he's going to get blocked into the next yeah, century. And then we're not going to be talking about a team that's going to be playing for the playoffs. We're talking about a team that might be uh, done because the quarterback is we'll done. Talk about so, the playoffs? Yeah. You kidding me? Yeah. Playoffs. Yeah. playoffs? And not only that, Clever, Not only that. there's no question the Baltimore Ravens are gonna make things the playoffs. I'm not that stupid. I know who the Baltimore Ravens are, and I do. They're gonna make the playoffs. And they won a lot of football games, so hey, congratulations. But if you're a hey, if your first round uh your first round uh playoff victim um, what does this whole year mean for you? Uh, yeah, that's going to really hurt. I think the Baltimore Ravens, I think they have to prove it. I think they need to win the Super Bowl because I'm not going to give them a chance later on in the next two years with Lamar Jackson at the quarterback. Yeah, I guess I just have too much hate for this guy. And I guess maybe I want to be proven right because – these kind of quarterbacks just don't win Super Bowls. Or um, are, are successful enough. When the top guy you can think of that does what he does is Michael Vick, and Michael Vick isn't even out of the top 25 of quarterbacks of all time history, anyhow, maybe not the top 50, but, you know, I can't be impressed with the guy. I'm not going to fall for the hype that way he is. Um, that being said, this is a game – that if you go in and you are as good as you think that you are, and notice how I said that, you beat the Rams on their home football field. But I don't see that happening on Monday Night Football. First of all, you know, the Rams, they're not a great football team either. Listen, all of a sudden, you know, you look at Jared Goff. Uh, no, that no, Jared Goff. Uh, who's, who's the quarterback? The name slipped in my mind. Who's the Rams quarterback?
0: It is Jared Goff. You're right. It
3: is. Okay. Jer- Jared Goff. He's beginning to get the, the come-to-Jesus at the quarterback position as well, isn't he, for All right? So, and I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought Jerry Garfield had it figured out, and he wasn't going to have to come to Jesus. I really did. I thought the Rams were going to be really good in dominating the, the, the NFC West, although I didn't want them to. Um, but uh, we're seeing the come-to-Jesus on him, and that guy was outstanding. That just goes to show how good defensive coordinators are. They're stopping Jared Goff from being as good as he was. Now, granted, he's had some injuries and everything, and mm-hmm. the Jackson has had it. Wait, two, national spotlight, Monday Night Football. Let's see how he hands up to it. Um, but I think they paid the loss, and, and I hope for the loss, just mainly because I want to be right about it. But I really honestly think the Ravens are going to be able to beat them uh, more so, now that they've been quote-unquote anointed the best team in the NFL for they're going to start falling
6: all over their feet. Yeah, no, I I, <clears throat> I think Baltimore's going to win. And, and just because of how well the defense is playing. And, look, I think Marcus Peters is a guy that we need to look at. Maybe a little revenge on the Rams, you know, for yeah. not necessarily yeah. giving up. Yeah. But, uh,
0: look
3: – Marcus,
6: no, Marcus <laughs> Peters. Let me tell you something, Sonny. Marcus Peters has been an all pro for the Ravens already in three games that he's played for them. It, yeah, <laughs> first game against. It, 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 so let me, let me just put it in perspective. For, oh, wow. There goes the ta- touchdown Saints. Uh, I'll put it into perspective for you. First game, Marcus Peters gets traded to Baltimore goes up to Seattle and picks sixes Russell Wilson, the MVP candidate. You want to talk about clutch? You want to talk about playmaker? Marcus Peters is doing his thing right now in Baltimore for them. Don't be surprised if Marcus Peters finds a way to make a big play against his old team and against his old quarterback in L.A. tomorrow night. Book it. I like the Ravens tomorrow, Sonny. Well,
3: just just to throw that on the other side, Eric Weddle started 49 games for the Baltimore Ravens over the past three seasons before he was cut in March, so there's a little bit of intrigue on the other side of that now. Granted, Weddle's not up there where, you know, I get it, but that that's always in the back of my mind. Uh, you know,
0: Aaron Donald, even
3: though he doesn't have all that stats that he really should have, he is the you know, reigning defensive player of the year. And Brandon Cook's also back in the lineup for the Rams, uh, which turns the offense a little bit completely different uh, as he's been out for the last two mm-hmm. weeks with a concussion. So, uh, so I, I just look at those, that's the reason why I'm going for the Rams. Uh, but it's going to be a good game on Monday Night Football. And it's actually one that I'm actually going to take a nap
6: earlier in the day because I have to be at the work at Stack and on Tuesday. So I'm going to take a nap there in the day
3: so I can watch that whole game. There you
6: go. Yeah, because it's going to be a good one.
3: You know, I mean, it's,
0: it's, if yeah, the Rams I think you've been
6: playing a little bit better offensively, I would, I would almost be willing to say that this could be a potential Super Bowl matchup. But the problem with the Rams offensively is just like the, the Eagles today. I mean, they're so depleted at receiver, Robert Woods is out. Brandon Cooks is out. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup was out for a little while, and then, you know, he's recently returned. But it's just that the Rams have been so beat up offensively that they just haven't yep. been able to get but into the get, flow that we were used and, to seeing them. Yeah,
3: yeah. And on top of that, top but this week they really
6: not the same.
3: I agree. I think that guy is a wash. I think that's the guy. But Cooks is back in the lineup <laughs> along with Top. So uh, that would be interesting to see how that all plays out. Are they completely healthy? I'm just going to roll with it and say yeah. they are. Uh, cook us up with um, uh, some. Yes. But, yeah, I'm not completely – I know they're, they're healthy, but uh, according to what I have read, uh, 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 Cooks is going to be back in the lineup. Or at least that's what I read. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, he missed games with that concussion. And, and boy, and that's one I hate, Cuervo. I hate guys returning off of a concussion. I really do. Because your, your, your brain was scrambled. And guess what? When your brains are scrambled, you're, you're not. I don't know if you can be ready for NFL football, you know, you know right away when they say you're healthy. I still think there's remnants of it. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Cook's response to coming off of the injury um, as well as well i like the Rams a whole, see what they can end up doing, see if they can get the victory. Uh, Cuervo is on Baltimore. Now Tarvin, um, so Tarvin went Baltimore as well as my brother. Uh, Tarvin went uh, Green Bay. Uh, Dallas and New England, he took Dallas. Uh, Tennessee uh, against Jacksonville. Atlanta against Tampa Bay. Philly, he picked over Seattle. Detroit over Pittsburgh. That is, uh, I am just wondering. Um, Oakland over the Jets, Chicago over the Giants, Cleveland um, over Miami, Detroit over Washington, Buffalo over Denver, and New Orleans. he has got going on as well. So, um, those are Tarvin's picks uh, from earlier today uh, that I picked up. I got right down my brother's. I he sent them over, but I got right down. So,
0: so that's what I'm doing for us here on
3: the Couch case Sports Show.
4: Anything? Uh, Anything
6: set for you there, I'm all set, Sonny. I got the red zone going right now. They're showing the Browns. They're they're sniffing the end zone. They're not in yet, but they're at the what, – what is that? Uh, seven, seven-yard line, seven-and-a-half. So we'll see if they can punch There you in. go. But, uh, pretty good action so far. Oh, that's there it is. That's Touchdown Jarvis. What, what did I tell you? Touchdown Jarvis. Did you go, what did man? I tell you? <laughs> Yeah. So that's gonna do it for us on the Couch
3: Potato Sports Show. Enjoy Red Zone. Hey, Quavo, glad that you were able to get back in. The show hasn't been the same without
6: you. Uh, well, it, it feels good to be back, Sonny. And and we'll talk Thanksgiving morning.
3: Yeah, and we'll take. We'll see if we can get together and figure out how to get the video to work. We'll try to take. Yeah, a that would be awesome. Figure that out. Yeah. You got it. All right, we're out of here, everybody. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.